Hello and good afternoon, Xbox Nation. Welcome to this week's new powerful episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast. And folks, well, we have some breaking news and it's not looking good for Insomniac Games as well as PlayStation. Folks, you heard about it. Uh, There was a leak. Uh, Unfortunately, a hacker group or ransomware group got in there and, uh, well, obviously a payment was not sent and they leaked basically everything. But there is a lot to get in here, get into. Obviously, uh, as a former police officer, my concern is for the employees at at Insomniac. Uh, I'm I'm hoping that uh, their identities and a lot of really important uh, you know, private information somehow is spared from making the interwebs. Uh, th- that's always my concern as the people, and it should be. Uh, yes, of course, I feel bad for Insomniac as a company. They're one of my favorite studios for PlayStation. PlayStation, eh, I kind of don't feel bad for them. My heart pumps piss for PlayStation because their infrastructure, once again, has uh, been put together with bubblegum and paperclips. And I I just can't figure it out why these things continue to happen to SIE. But we are going to be breaking down what was uh, what was discovered in these leaks, especially when it comes to well Xbox and how they fear Xbox Game Pass, how they fear the uh, the the resurgence of the platform, and more importantly what the ABK merger actually means in dollars and cents for PlayStation. Uh, Folks, what we are not going to do, as you can see, is we will not be showing any of the footage that has leaked because that is an insta ban on all, all of the platforms. We Listen, we worked too hard to nearly get the 14K that we have to have my channel banned because of that. So what you're going to get is a group of men hanging out here talking about What's happening? We're going to give all our hot take opinions that we might get a visit. I sent the link out to Gaz, Mr. Source Master himself, King David. I've been on the phone with for about an hour this morning. Hopefully he can get in here to kind of drop his bars. And we might get a few others. But what we have to do first before we start anything is welcome in a new panel member permanently known as I Steel Rain, one half of what I consider to be the dynamic duo known as Living Split Screen. What's going on, brother? Welcome. Mr. Boomstick XL. We are in the building, and I want to say thank you for just go ahead and making a key for me. You know, I, other, the other day I came into the house, you know, through the back door as usual, because I, I come through on the bike, man, and uh, you just so happened to open this one door, and... <laughs> It was a bedroom that I could go ahead and organize my things, get really comfortable. I got a closet, got plenty of space. Uh, so I got my got my helmet hanging up, man, and I appreciate you welcoming me in. Uh, I think it's going to be a fantastic time that we're going to be able to get on here, get live, raw, and uncut, like I like to say. And again, it's just uh, exchanging that energy to the community. So uh, much love to the panel, much love to the chat. And uh, yeah, man, let's see how these things move forward. Appreciate you having me. Yeah, well, pr- I appreciate you joining us. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to have uh, the the live, raw, and uncut opinion, especially when you pull it back from the RTS view, as it's known, kind sir. Absolutely. But I want to welcome in also a gentleman. He's on vacation. He's hanging out. He's beating every game under the sun. Hargi Chani. What's up, <laughs> brother? You're joining us. You got a PlayStation burning <laughs> as a picture behind you. 
Uh, really, that's really it is. Rome is on fire, uh, and <laughs> it's not looking good right now. Again, it's just it is perplexing. It is embarrassing, and it is almost damn right shameful that Sony continues to have these things happen. And when you consider the magnitude of what is out there, I mean, a full-on boss fights that I have seen with, with Wolverine, I have seen roadmaps that extend all the way out into 2031. Folks, we're in 2023 still, PS, by the way. Yeah, I, I don't even know what to say, but we're glad to have you here again. I had asked you the other day, hey, you wanted this was originally supposed to be the end of year discussion for Xbox. And of course, I, this morning at 601, I got up to 19 DMs and I'm like, holy shit, what happened? And well, we re I rewrote the show this morning, but hard yeah. welcome. Yeah, yeah, I've been uh, playing myself, uh, Christmas shopping, Christmas whatever stuff going on, <laughs> and, uh, and just been going through Cyberpunk, uh, which is pretty good. Uh, I'm in the Phantom Liberty part of that right now. Uh, and then, yeah, I, I heard about this, uh, you know, last night that this came out, and uh, I was like, oh, okay. Because <laughs> yeah. during Colt's show, <clears throat> Rand was seeing some of these leaks start to, to come out. And yeah, it's uh, there's there's a, a lot of interesting information, uh, and we'll get into it. But yeah, well, I've, I've just been having fun playing. That's basically it. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's uh, there's a lot to play. There's been a hell of a, a year when it comes to uh, gaming. No matter what platform you're on, there's something to play. Uh, but listen, uh, glad to have you here. We're gonna get into it because, like I said, there is a lot to uh, to pile through. Uh, we've seen uh, you know, information from Hazardor Gaming. We've seen from the Black Viking, from J-Rock. We've also seen stuff from Idle Sloth. So, I mean, there's a lot of people out here putting out the information. And it, there is a lot to get into. So, for the next two hours, folks, get ready. We're going to break everything down. Uh, Daniel McGee, uh, what's going on, brother? How you feeling? Not much. Uh, I'm feeling very confused. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking at a lot of the, the leaks and stuff that are coming out. And I'm like there's some interesting things going on here and then you read some of the surrounding information and it very quickly changes to like what what are we doing with this what's going on yeah it, it is it is and and we were saying in the green room actually hargeet was saying that it appears that sony has unfortunately uh pivoted too late and they are in the fumbling bumbling stage with trying to uh get get what microsoft has and it's funny uh, I recall over this weekend the uh, the rhetoric of well Xbox is going third party folks get ready <laughs> and it's funny you know we were all asking the question where are the where is the gaming media talking about the state of Sony well because the gaming media are usually not, not all but some are cowards and they uh, they will not move against Sony because well they're the number one platform someone did it for you and now we know that they are terrified of xbox they are they are have major concerns for xbox game pass and more so than that they are trembling in their boots folks because of the activision blizzard king and we're going to read it verbatim from the documents that has been put out there folks listen there are people trying to poo poo this as as it being fake leaks it's not fake folks this is unfortunately a real thing it's devastating to insomniac as a developer it's shameful shameful that uh, this continues to happen to sony and, and and playstation i don't understand who is running the ship there but this is this is bad but before we start 
un- infinite umbra uh we were talking this morning in dms at six obviously you work midnights i was just getting up there's a lot to get into how you feeling man oh i'm tired but uh i'm up for this you know it's uh, when i saw the news break i'm like well that show was changing in the morning isn't it it, it sure did it, yeah. it absolutely <laughs> did um Absolutely. I mean, listen, we got a lot to talk about, so I won't delay anything, but uh, I do want to welcome Hargeet and, of course, our new uh, permanent member in uh, Steel Rain. I just wanted to let you know that I'm the leader here and, uh, you know, you follow <laughs> yeah, the, the hierarchy. Oh, no, the no, hierarchy no. is me, then Danny, then you, as far as that. And that's all, you know. Oh, I, I hear that. I hear that. Her was a democracy here. So, so. Here comes the hazing. <laughs> Sorry about Not that, John. I had, I had someone rang the bell. I had to again. I don't, oh no, you good? You good? I, 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 don't, I don't have a studio. Out, but he still rang Nothing real quick. You know, it was just, nice. Stabbed me real quick. Hey, you you know, got so. You got the one v one me and Halo. If you trying to do some hazing or something like that's the only type of hazing that I know. I'm putting. I'm putting Jasper in as my my fill in for me. Jasper's a. I don't know. That guy. That guy's a Halo professional. That's fine. That's a good match. That's a good match. Um, so listen, what I want to do first, folks, because like I said, there really is a lot to uncover here. Um, there, I mean, obviously, we have to look at the timeline, but I want to, I want to start out, gentlemen, with the uh, the document where it's it, it's uh, it's listed as industry major shifts and threats. Uh, and again, this is an official. Uh, this is part of the. I mean, again, it's it's part of the leak. It was. This came, this came from Sony, folks. So, you know, you can take it with a grain of salt. You can take it with a pinch of salt. Hell, you can take it with a mountain of salt. Whatever you want to do, this is the documents that have been put out there. And I'm going to read it verbatim. Uh, again, it's, it's listed as the industry major shifts and threats. The Call of Duty threat in 2027. Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard King for $69 billion could disrupt and threaten console gaming and game subscription markets. Then I have three bullet points here. Console, shift from PlayStation to Xbox with timing and in-game differential as their weapons. Subscription, Microsoft's comprehensive ecosystem coupled with the exclusivity creates greater dominance. Sony Impact, massive threat to PlayStation Plus. Upwards of 1.5 billion of annual revenue threat gap to fill, 45 million su- uh, subs at $12 monthly uh, versus at, uh, uh, times 12 months times 20% mm-hmm. MP third party. Now it goes on to say day and date threat. Post acquisition, Microsoft will put Activision Blizzard games on Game Pass day and date. Mm-hmm. Here's where they get this is where it gets uh really hazy. The leapfrog leapfrog effect. Activision Blizzard King provides incredible strategic value across live services, scale in mobile and PC storefront uh in parentheses they have BattleNet. It goes mm-hmm. on to it goes on to three bullet points. Microsoft can supply multi-game subscription services for 50% Console games 50%, PC 60%. Sony's pillars are already dated and behind the competition. Third bullet point Sony Impact need to expand. And it goes on to say uh, elusive perfect game subscription. And it has three bullet points premium content, 
expectations of free best-in-class games creates unsustainable model. Monthly and uh, uh, incremental subs won't cover investment. Second bullet point. Unified mobile PC console experience doesn't exist. Form factor and computer power are too diverse. And the Mm -hmm. third bullet point. Sony Impact premium sales model is at the central approach. Now, there is one more addition here, and this is where it comes into, and they specifically have this set off to the side, and it's listed, folks, as industry shift the leapfrog. And it says this, Microsoft's acquisition of ABK position is, uh, uh, okay, Microsoft's acquisition of ATVI positions it to leapfrog our current pillars and has two, uh, two bullet points. ATVI provides incredible strategic value across live service games, scale in mobile, and PC storefront. In addition, Mm -hmm. Microsoft is building a mobile game store to compete with Apple and Google. Mm -hmm. Uh, Steel Rain, I'm going to go to you first on this. Again, this is Mm -hmm. directly from Sony. This is not made up. From the leaks, yeah. Not me going in the back room and and, and, and scrubbing the dishes, trying to get Mm -hmm. this thing to look pretty. It is what it is. Sony is petrified of the Xbox effect. And it just it it does seem like what Hargeet was saying about they pivoted too late. They apparently have. Yeah, I mean, definitely from their perspective, at least from what we are finding out, because up to this point, um, we've been continued to be told differently um, yeah. that the model that PlayStation had was still the uh, the tr- the end all to be all model. And that's what needs to work or that's how you sell games and get people to buy games. And f- we're coming to find out more and more that this isn't the case. There were also further numbers uh, that were leaked out. And unfortunately, I do want to start off with having this information leaked out is already unfortunate onto itself. Two, the fact that PlayStation didn't even see that it was worth doing anything about this leaks or knowing what the leaks were to maybe hold this back, or maybe they didn't see a reason to hold it back because it doesn't change anything for them. Um, I personally find it to be still a vulnerable point for them um, and because along with that, you also have the... Um, the league of other people's personal information that have come along with it. So it's like, where, what, where are your values right now? Um, and that's been always my question to Sony for a long time because of, I'll be frank, to because I am more multiplayer focused, um, I've taken more of that RTS approach that I always talk about, pulling myself back from the world so I can look at the wider canvas and say, okay, well, Sony's been painting the industry in such a way, along with Nintendo in some ways, to say, hey, you need to buy a product to get our product. And as far as Microsoft at this point to do something differently and have convinced their player base that their way of doing things was the right way. We've been getting rumors and everything else, and now we're getting leaks that are solidifying the fact that they do not have a clue of how they need to proceed forward in the digital era of gaming. Um, to be a, to be at the top, to be the apex predator, to have all of a sudden to have this beast awaken from the under earth, um, 
I, I would have to imagine, especially with Microsoft backing, and I think that's what's really has surprised Sony more than anything, is the amount of backing that Xbox now has in comparison to what they were doing before. Now you start to see that, oh, well, yeah, our, they're starting to attack our pillars and them getting Activision, although Microsoft has also stated that that wasn't a necessity. It was just a, it was going to speed things up for them. So if that was their goal anyway, and they're proving the point that um, now Sony is proving to us that Microsoft made the right choice. They're going to yep. get these games into Game Pass. They're going to get these games into services. They're going to make the consumer look at their choices differently as they already are in the Xbox ecosystem. As we also got leaks previously that apparently, well, and Xbox also put out their numbers, but apparently xbox has a has a higher sustainability rate than playstation does although they sell hardware so something is obviously working and you so you could see why playstation would see that as some form of a threat now again i understand that people don't want to see this as a threat you want to see this as fake um as this is falsified information and this can't be true again ask yourself if you look at the numbers the numbers can't be fake for the amount that it costs spider-man to make Sony has, from the leaks, have said that it costs 80 million to make Spider-Man, the first one. And then from there, Spider-Man 2, 300 million, it's becoming progressively gross yeah. in amount in the amount that they're spending to make these games. They're expecting games. Spider-Man 3 to cost them $400 million. And at that point, and when people already have this thing, it's like, oh man, well, it's like 15 hours worth of gameplay and you're spending all this money. Where's the real return on investment? And when are you going to actually step into that? You're spending all this money, you don't have a service strategy? Why do other developers who are capable of doing this, spending either the same amount or less in most cases, are able to do much more with less seemingly but your player base wants those expensive things. So how do you adapt that? And again, that's why I think the whole situation with factions is such a, was one of a, was yes. another home, like a home run hitter in the wrong direction for them it was a foul play, honestly, because it has now exposed that even with them having Bungie, that they are right now kind of flailing in the wind, at least in my yeah. perspective, as how do we actually get a grip on what is what is happening for the future? And yeah, fortunately or unfortunately, depending on how you want to look at it, Sony can rely on third, second and third party deals. Stellar Blade is going to come out. It's going to do probably decently, but it's not going to sell consoles. Um, you're going to have Helldivers 2. It's going to be on PC and PlayStation. Why did they do that? People tell me all the time that, oh, it takes too much work. Why would they release games day and date on PC? Why are they doing it with Helldivers? Helldivers hasn't been relevant since back then, so why did they right. choose this one? Why can't you do it with Spider-Man 2? You're spending all of this money, but you're not recouping the cost. The yeah. same way people tell me, oh, yeah, you know, Sony, they're so good, they'll make you buy the game the first time on PlayStation, get an entire console, <laughs> and then a year later, oh, you'll buy the game again because that's just how good why not see it more so at least for me how i see it and again maybe it's just me pulling back from the situation because of what i've seen from xbox and how versatile that's been for me as a consumer why wouldn't you want your software on more platforms for people to have access yep. especially if you're still going to get the majority of that profit 
The reason being is because you're not ready. You don't have a platform that you, like a PlayStation store on PC that you can drive traffic through. And that's what they're kind of holding off on, at least in my belief. So I think this is exposing a lot of the integral parts of what people have doubted, what we have, at least I think we have covered pretty well in the community sure over have. the last three yep. years um, on the Xbox side of things saying, hey, you guys may say that you've got all these great games and that's cool and we, and we like those games, but there's something that Xbox is doing differently that you guys aren't seeing or may, may, maybe don't understand yet that PlayStation is hinting at. And I'm not saying those games got to go away, but something has to change because it's not sustainable. It's not. It's certainly not. And we and, and the Obviously. one thing we, we the one thing we can absolutely say with a fact is that they have no rhyme or reason based on the documents that I just read to you that they're ever gonna put their first party games in their streaming service oh, day and date. That is right now never yeah, they cannot do going that right. to happen. Um first of all, I want to welcome in Fuzzy Belvedere. Fuzzy, what's going on, brother? I didn't expect you to be here, but listen, here you are. We have a lot to get into. I'm sure you're gonna give us your hot take opinion. Uh, a couple of things. I want to catch up on the Super Chats. There's been quite a few of them. And, folks, look, there are a lot of new names that I've never seen before, which means that we have people visiting and finding the channel for the first time. So, normally, we are a giving channel. We never ask for anything. But I'm going to humbly request that if you're new and you're finding the channel, hang out a bit, right? Walk around, you know, stretch your, you know, walk around in your socks. It's cool. Put your feet up, you know, grab a drink. Um, check out Double Barrel Gaming. Folks, we are 150 subscribers away from a Ooh, 14K. Hit that now, up. again, that may not be a lot when you look at Colt Eastwood at 150K. You look at, you know, yeah. the Iron Lords, they're, they're, they're rolling in on 25. You look at someone like Randall Thor, a good friend of mine. He hit his 100K. It's a big deal for us. This is a small mom and pop kind of thing. And I literally mean it's just my wife and myself. That is it. I don't have a, a team of people working. I stream, I live stream five days a week, folks. And the one thing that you will never get on this channel is we're not going to hate monger and we're not going to clickbait you to sub or like the channel. You get what you get. We have a lot of fun. I do, I cover all breaking news because I'm retired and I really like the industry a lot. And this year we were very lucky. Uh, we just got the stats in from, uh, from YouTube. Uh, we had a 1.5 million views this year, which is hey. bonkers. That's bonkers for a small channel. So if you're new, Beautiful. I do, again, once again, humbly request that you consider subscribing to help us kind of get past that 14K. It would be really dope to get that before Christmas. It would something that we really are striving for. And if you're here and you're enjoying the content, please consider subscribing. But let me get to the Super Chats. And we have the first one of the day comes the way of Sin Vendetta which I accidentally threw on the screen. I don't know why I did that, but I'm going to take it off. Sin Vendetta, good friend, generous friend of the program, says this after dropping a $10 super chat. Am I reading this right? Does Sony not have a new first-party game coming out until 2526? What it seems like. And mm -hmm. that's what it does seem like, which is, again, folks, you have to look at what happened. The, the, the Jim Ryan effect is real. And what Jim Ryan did is, got to remember, he's not in the console wars. He doesn't care about the platform. He's a business guy. He's there to make money for his investors. That's why he went from being the head of the European division to running all of Sony. And when he saw what was going on at Microsoft, 
you know, remember, it took a long time to get grounded off the ground. No pun intended. Sea of Thieves <laughs> took a long time to get there. Halo took a long time to get there. But you see, they mm. stood with it. Yeah. And now they thing. are making money. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're making money. They're actually yeah. making money on these yeah, IPs, yeah, yeah. these games as a service. You know, obviously, you know, State of Decay 2 still consistently getting updates. You have, uh, you know, obviously mm-hmm. Fallout 76. You have ESO. You have mm-hmm. um, now Call of Duty. You have, mm-hmm. um, th- th- I mean, th- the list goes on and on. Sony doesn't have these. They have single-player experiences. As a matter of fact, in the league, which we'll get to, the uh, Venom, um, the Lethal Protector, which is coming out in 2025, is an eight to ten hour experience. It's you. It, it said it's like the, a Miles Morales, right? It's like it's basically a Miles Morales like Venom. Morales. Now, don't, yeah. now, listen, I'm not going to front here. I'm buying the game. I'm a Venom yeah. fan, and and if you read the comic, I still read books. The Lethal Protector was a big, big part of Venom of was, his yeah. story arc in Marvel. Yeah. So, as far as games in 2024, I'll just throw out that there's a potential for that second team at Sony Santa Monica that was making a smaller game. Smaller game, yes. Yeah. That might come out. You know, it's probably a double A type game, just like you're seeing with the Venom. It'll be a smaller game. Mm-hmm. And then you have obviously MLB The Show. That's an annual, it'll just keep coming, right? So it'll be a 2024 edition. Uh, and then possibly Fair Games might make it in 2024. We'll see. So, yeah. th- those are the three that I'm seeing. But yes, 2025. And onwards, by the way, it's not looking that good. Like no. the studios are kind of in turmoil. So a lot of it is going to be PS6. It's just the way it is. It's what I'm seeing. And, and it just got confirmed already from some of the roadmap yes. stuff we just saw. Crazy. So yeah. like, whereas Microsoft, I'm like, I don't know how to play these games. Like you have too much coming out. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a good problem. That's a good problem. Listen, uh, Fantas Archer, generous friend of the program, drops an outstanding two. Dollar super chat and says, I wonder what the shareholders have seen and think. I well, it can't be good. I can tell you that right now. These kind of leaks I mean, are not supposed to happen in 2023. And it's it is shocking to me that this continues to happen to Sony. I I, I just I don't have an answer, folks. I am perplexed. that is an odd thing, isn't it? This is like what the third, fourth, fifth, sixth yes. hack. I mean, it just it, and it's like not like okay, this has been happening for the last few years. It's like don't you think you should yeah, be fixing your security? Like, yeah. some point. It's like they lost their it's front door keys, right? The keys have been lost. Someone picked them up. And instead of yeah, changing a lot, they're not going to find us. And someone opens the door and they're like, oh, they found us. How did that happen? I, mean, I know this is, it is, it is technically, it is hard stuff. I get that. But like it, after we're the not, third one, you think your company CEO would be like, yo, on. this needs to yeah, stop. I need to, like, we're going to halt. We're going to do something to secure our systems. I wanted three months. We're secure, period. I'm done with this. Like, I like at a, this is supposed to be a call to action after one event. Yeah. yeah. This, this yeah. is ridiculous. This like, is what crazy. is happening? It is. I think it, the funniest is, part is like Nintendo's tepic, or normally the one known for not being the uh, on the up and up on technology. And yet you never see anything like this happen to them. PlayStation, who's supposed to be kings of like hardware and stuff, it, it should be a priority at some well, point. Well, well, that's because yeah. Nintendo makes it so hard to do to like jailbreak the devices anyway. So like people stay off the internet once they do. So it's kind of <laughs> yeah. hard to get caught what you what you <laughs> stay off the grid. But here's the uh, thing. <laughs> but, what will be yeah. the next story of Zelda? You will fight Ganon. It's a yeah. surprise twist. You will like yeah. It. I mean, it has four arms instead of two. I mean, I was yeah, it's a surprise twist for the next Mario. You will fight King Bowser. You know what you're getting. That's the that's the <laughs> thing, though. You know what you're getting. 
<laughs> with PlayStation right now. I think that's what kills me. It's like for the first time, I feel like why is the conversation not happening the other way where in 2022 although game pass was hitting i felt like sure first party was lacking but at least you have something we're going into 2024 and i literally don't know what's coming outside of second and third party and again this isn't like oh we need to attack playstation and oh like i'm worried about what playstation has got going on but it's like as a consumer as somebody who has interested is interested in gaming like what is happening right now? It's just, it's, just, it's a really, really weird time that we're in, I think. No, so, it, it, yeah. it's Dodd for sure. Uh, Jake, Jacob Novick drops an outstanding $10 super chat and says, Hi, all. I like to say that as someone who uh, enjoys Insomniac games, specifically the Ratchet and Clank franchise, as mm-hmm. it's my, uh, my NR, uh, NR1 favorite franchise, in the whole wide world, I'm devastated about the hack. Yeah, I, well, I mean, th- again, this is not the good. Suck. Uh, they do. They 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 hurt. Uh, I mean, they're gonna hurt. They're gonna hurt Sony and, and Insomniac. This is this is one of those leaks that is gonna potentially devastate uh, the company. Um, I tell you one thing that's disappointing that you do learn from this is as as a Ratchet and Clank stand right here. Uh, how how did and, and people say call me an Xbox guy. How did I run out money. the door to go buy Ratchet and Clank? They only sold 2.2 million copies. They took an $8 million bath because it cost $81 million to make that game. And they lost $8 million about. because none of you PlayStation fans, the ones that are on the interwebs, you know, poking and prodding and making fun of Xbox players, you guys and gals don't buy games. The same like, people that told us that we don't buy games. Yeah, th- th- those not people. Them. And that's their, yeah, no, yeah, no. and that's their own created IP. Yep, and that's their own. And, and Ratchet, and listen, let's call a spade a spade. The two last, the last two Ratchet and Clanks were saying, dope man. AF for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Dean Rivera drops an outstanding five dollars super chat and says, "Ponies calling the side the slides fake, but they have been proven real." But the uh, the cha- but they champion Insomniac being delegated to only Marvel games instead of a new IP. Now I tell you, and speaking of which, you know what you're never gonna get, which is very sad, a Sunset Overdrive two because that. Oh made, no, the first one didn't do good. Yeah. It did yes. not do good at all. Which is again, I beat They're that game. I play it regularly. It's still dope. Why didn't you play it? I have no idea. Um, Jacob Novich yeah. drops an additional five dollar super chat and says. The uh, the best thing is that this slide won't uh, uh, won't at all affect the ABK deal, even if Lena Khan mm-hmm. uses it proof. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. This this slide is internal, and it's they they this made deals. They would have already had it, by the way. Yeah. They would have already had it. Yeah, they the, the government yeah. would already have all this stuff. Yeah, so. yeah, they absolutely would. Uh, Jacob Novik has become a channel member. Jacob, that's very kind of you, brother. Thank you for the generosity. Jonas the Dad here once again, who drops a very generous two. Dollar Super Chat says Game Pass, Zenimax, ABK, Phil's legacy is cemented. In- indeed, it is. And remember, folks, he ain't done yet. Uh, good, good, generous friend of the program, Juan. Dro- once again, has gifted five double Juan. barrel gaming subscriptions, brother. That's very Appreciate generous you. of you. Thank you so much, uh, Mocha Smiley. Hey, Mocha, welcome back, brother. He drops a five dollar super chat and he doesn't even say anything so welcome back mr smiley great to have you here and thank you for the generosity and nintendon the otaku drops a generous five dollar super chat and says 13 uh three uh, 315 million budget for a nine hour game with no re- re- replayability is crazy 
Grounded probably cost one eighth of that uh, and has ten um, times more content <laughs> and polish. Gotta, I mean, you know what? Improve. I mean, you He's mentioned the force, Wayne. Hargy, I, I, I want to specifically focus on you know the, the conversation that we're having regarding this league and get your hot take. But there is something to be said about when you consider Grounded was made by thirteen people and is mm. continued on with a smaller studio that consistently updates it, updates it, updates it. Million, they have over ten million players. And someone like the tip of the spear, Huge. Uh, when you look at the Uncharted developers and Naughty Dog, which, they, listen, I mean, they're not my tip of the spear, to be honest with you. Insomniac is, is my personal choice. But when you consider they have anywhere between uh, any and if you go to LinkedIn, I went yesterday, they have listed almost identical to the coalition as being having 201 to 500 employees. How can you not have? multiplayer and single player going for for your naughty dog the tip of the spear by 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 many by many's account and and doesn't make any sense to me but i want to kind of just reel this in and and hargy let, let's talk the uh the fear that we have now documented uh from sony like they they are in they i i say it all the time folks i think they're in a pickle they are, they are, and uh, you know what I am finding interesting is that there finally are articles by the major industry folks talking about this, uh, about how Sony is in fact uh, afraid of the AT, you know, the Activision Blizzard deal. Um, so look, the, the the issues they have are things that they should have recognized but didn't, and uh, you know this yeah. has to yeah. fall unfortunately on leadership, right? If you don't see that things are happening. That has to be leadership's problem, right? That's their job to see where is my industry going? How am I positioning my products and services to meet those needs in 5 to 10 to 15 to 20 years, right? There's the, the near term. Hey, I got to deliver the next couple of years. And then there's what's happening that I need to make sure I've got stuff for the future, right? And that comes down to your executive team, right? They have to figure that stuff out. Uh whether it's being driven by Xbox or others, at least Phil saw what's happening, right? The market has shifted. The, you can see the revenue already mobile, right? Mobile was winning. So if you're not going to be there, well, then you're not getting that pie, right? And so he's like, yo, I got to be here. There's just no choice. I got to be here, right? So they had that shift. They also saw, hey, PC is a big chunk. Well, and we we freaking own that. That's Windows. What? Wh why aren't we here, right? So let's make that a priority. Just makes sense, right? So they made those pivots, even with some people in our community getting annoyed by that. Too bad. It was the right decision. Day and date PC, start getting to mobile. This is just the right thing to do. Lo and behold, it works. They have the smallest console numbers. It doesn't matter. They have, with ABK, they're going to have more revenue than Sony and Nintendo. They're going to have more profit than both of them. They already have more monthly active users than both of them combined. They are kicking butt. They have the biggest platform. We just forget about it. It's called Windows. They have that platform. Mm -hmm. That's their platform. Their Xbox oh, division controls Windows gaming and console gaming. That so count. they really already have the top platform outside of Android. Android has the top platform because it's multi-billions of players potential players because they don't all play games but they have a lot of, of android phones out there that's fair so but then it's microsoft and then it comes down to people like apple nintendo and and uh and sony 
it at which point you start looking at it and saying, well, doesn't Sony actually have the least amount? Because like Apple is several hundred million, if not five, six, seven, one hundred, hundred million, right? Nintendo's got more consoles than than PlayStation. So PlayStation's yeah. console dominance is based on a performance characteristic. But that's diminishing, and that's not going to hold in 10 years. That's just not going to be an issue. So that's a problem for them. They have to see that. Maybe they did, maybe they didn't. But what they're showing us is that they, <laughs> they came to this realization too late. And now they're trying to pivot once the entire industry has already decided that, except for Nintendo. But the problem with that is Nintendo does not need anybody else. They take 80% of their, their revenue from their own games. They're fine. They do not need anyone else. They're happy, right? If they participate in this and they start moving to everything else as well, they'll just make that much more money. I mean, as it is, their games sell like 20 million copies on average. They don't care. That's fine. They're, they're happy, right? And their profits already are without ABK, Xbox and PlayStation's profits combined. They're, they're happy, right? So they'll just continue their thing. If they want to participate more, fair. They'll get even more money. That's awesome. But PlayStation kind of lives on third parties right now. And what are they going to do when that dries up? Because at this point, and you're seeing the shift, not just from public statements, <coughs> the industry's noticing that you can't just skip Xbox anymore. Yeah. So once that happens, once you don't get those by default, these games only come to PlayStation things, and like all the mm -hmm. publishers are like, eh, no, I think we're going to put it on Xbox too. What do you got? Oh, PC at least. Ooh. Right? And there, There's that, right? And some games just do come to at PC. Least. Baldur's Gate, for instance, like it's a PC yeah. type game. It started there, it, it did its thing, and then eventually ported to consoles. And there are RTSs that are generally on, on PC anyway, and maybe some will port over, but and there are a lot of indies that just stay on PC. That's fine, right? But mm -hmm. If you're going to come to console, usually that's not a skip Xbox anymore. It's also not going to be a skip Nintendo anymore. What is your market then? Wh where do you bring value? Well, it was these cinematic experience things that they're saying cost too much. And the costs keep escalating. And well, sorry, PlayStation players, you don't buy enough games. That's just a fact. Don't yes. take my word for it. Take their word for it. They're saying you don't buy enough games. There are parts of this leak that they want to up their costs, but their 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 game costs by twenty dollars. So from seventy to ninety dollars, a hundred dollars. How far are they going to push this, and how far are pl players going to keep going to keep paying ninety bucks, a hundred bucks, one hundred twenty bucks for the next God of War, the next Last of Us? I don't know. Like you know, the, the beauty on our side is I pay my monthly fee, and <laughs> I just get everything. I don't have to worry about it including MLB The Show, which is their first-party title. Um, but hey, Thanks. whatever. Still not on their service, by the way. <laughs> PS, by the way, still no. not on PlayStation Plus, but in Xbox Game Pass. So, look, th th these leaks are disheartening from a perspective of the company doesn't get to tell you what they want to, especially Insomniac, right? They should be able to, to deliver the games when they want to give you the, the uh, surprises of, hey, Venom is coming, and here's what it looks like, right? But now we already know. Right. And so that that surprise is kind of gone. That sucks. Right. I don't like that for the it definitely for, sucks for the studio. 100%. But we are getting a lot of this background information, just like the FTC leaks of the, the corporate Sony PlayStation and to see where they're headed. Uh, and yeah, this stuff just it, it echoes all the stuff that we've been saying. I don't see the roadmap. I don't see the future. What are they doing? Why are they not looking at these obvious things? PC day and date should just be a thing. I 
and they need to get to that level. And it looks like they will eventually do that. There's just no choice. You can't just say, I'm going to put it here, take away all the enthusiasm two and a half, three years later and put it on PC. And people are going to say, Hey, I'll pay the full amount for that. Let them pay $90 for that. No, it's not going to happen. You need to put it on day and date. That stuff needs to stop happening. They need to get to that point of saying, no, follow that model, get the sales, make the game profitable. That's the point, right? I don't know when that uh, switch happens. You said, boom, that it's that they're never going to do day and dates and they're never going to do stuff in their streaming. The thing is, Sony recognized something's wrong, right? The leadership at PlayStation mm -hmm. is being changed. Whether that's really Jim is retiring or not, it's changing. And with that change, we have no idea what happens, right? Because you could get a, a Phil Spencer type person coming in saying, yo, this is all stupid. This is what we need to do. Awesome. Let's go fix it. Here are the things. we're gonna, And it's going it's to take them five to ten years, just like it took Phil. There's no way to take a massive behemoth like that and turn it around in 10 seconds. It's not going to happen. It'll take them time. But they can do it. It's up to them to make that happen. They still have heavy brand recognition, massive amounts of consoles being sold. So I wouldn't count them out. They're not dead. They're not done. You know, but they are yeah. on the path of decline. And it's up to them to say, wait, we're on decline. We need to go up. And they're showing that, yes, they understand they're on decline. And they need to do something to fix that. And mm -hmm. Activision is a big instigator to what needs to happen, how they need to pivot, because Microsoft is not kidding anymore. Right? They are coming. And if you don't do something, you're going to get steamrolled. You need to keep doing stuff, which is good for the industry, right? It means that everybody has to compete. That's a good thing. However, they are behind the eight ball here. They, they need to do some stuff. They need to do a lot of things uh, to buy one little dinky mobile company that hasn't put out a game. That, uh, that's not where you need to be. They need to go buy somebody big to get into mobile with some relevance. And, you know, unfortunately, the thing they tried to do to buy Bungie to bring in live service, which I don't know if that was ever going to yes. work. The, 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 not work. No, right? unfortunately, Will the question has been asked, Target, this, who saves the savior? Because yeah. remember that that J Rock with that awesome line, who yeah. saves the savior? I love it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I don't see, I have no idea how Sony would help Bungie, right? The whole point was Bungie was supposed to bring that that knowledge. That knowledge of, of multiplayer oh, to them. Yeah, it, the games it, as a service. I mean, like There's Naughty Dog couldn't there, figure it out. They're, they're canceling their game. I don't know. I don't know what happens with Bungie. Uh, that's a whole other discussion. Uh, but yeah, the the leaks do kind of just showcase, hey, the stuff we've been talking about on this side of the aisle yep. is kind of true. And it is we've true. been just seeing it. Yeah. And we're like, yo, what's going on on your side? Right? <laughs> why, why aren't you complaining? <laughs> and so finally calling complaints today about, hey, this, there's no games being like showcased. Where, why aren't you showing stuff? Yeah, there's a lot more they need to do, too, and they need to get there. Uh, the unsustainability is something that Sean had talked to Sean Layden had talked about a while ago because he could see it going forward. It's like, yo, this isn't going to work. I can't keep spending more and more and more and more on these single player experiences. Look, look, look at the price insane. increase just on Spider-Man alone. Spider-Man yeah. 2018, $80 million, right? Yeah, go to game game. The 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 uh, I I don't know what I, I I didn't see the price range for Miles Morales, but it was a smaller entry. <coughs> yeah, Spider Man Two was hundreds of millions of dollars, and we don't know. I mean, listen, we know that in the first week they sold five million, but the mm -hmm. one thing that we did learn, not on this leak, but the one before it, is that Sony 
equally spends the same amount. Uh, it's usually very close to what they cost to make the game and how they advertise it. So if they spend $200 million oh, on marketing to make Spider-Man 2, they probably spent upwards of $200 million on the marketing. That which... means that, which is, a, I mean, again, I'm no mathematician, folks, by a stretch of the truth. That's $400 million that they have to figure out. And we learned that something like Ratchet and Clank, a smaller experience, was $81 million. And they wind up taking an $8 million bath on that game because only 2.2 million people bought it, which is shocking to me. It's an amazing game. Why did more people buy it? I have no idea. It doesn't appeal to everybody. Yeah, and again, it, it doesn't. I, I'm an old, I'm an old cat, so I, I like platformers. So that's why it appeals to me. <laughs> but let's um, let's bring in Danny McGee, and then we'll then we'll bring Infinite Umber in and Fuzzy, and then we're going to get into one of the most perplexing, disappointing, and concerning parts of the leak, and that is what they are, uh, what Sony is going to do in 2027. And how much they're going to try and charge us for their single-player games. They are insane. We'll get to that in a second. Daniel McGee, let's talk about it, brother. These, the, the, these leaks are pretty pretty terrible. Uh, and like I said, as much as I feel bad for Insomniac, because I do agree with Hargeet, a company or a developer of their stature. And, and quite frankly, they are the tip of the spear for me when it comes to PlayStation Studios. They have earned the right to tell us when they're going to put out a game. Uh, and it's unfortunate that we have learned up until 2031 that we're getting X-Men and we're getting Wolverine and we're getting uh, and there was a proposed multiplayer Spider-Man, which was canceled, which, again, I yeah. guess Sony doesn't do multiplayer. Go figure. Um, what are your thoughts on everything that, that, that we're breaking down so far? Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's incredibly disappointing that this all leaked out. This is stuff that I would have liked to have, you know, gotten to get the hype cycle for. You know, yeah. getting a Venom game is cool. Getting, uh, like, the X-Men one that's coming up apparently in, like, forever years. It's, like, a decade from now, but whatever. It'll be cool when it happens. Like, that all would have been really cool to have seen uh, properly announced, right? Like, that would have been great. Um, I do think it's especially disappointing that this happened to Insomniac because they've been sort of hard-carrying the PS5 generation so far. Uh, and so for it to be that studio who now we know everything that they're going to be working on, with probably some exception. I imagine that just things change over time, especially if we're looking at things that are a decade out, right? There might be like, oh, hey, that X-Men game or movie didn't didn't hit super well. Maybe we want to pivot to to something else or something. I don't know. It's like a, it, they have so many years to, to decide if like they're going to do something different with that. Um, so I don't want to take the stuff that's super far out as like 100% gospel truth. Like that's what they're going to stick to. Because I think we also saw that with like the the bethesda roadmap that got leaked out a while ago it was it was like yeah some of this is not happening right uh and i'm also curious to find out if that roadmap was before or after the shift to uh like gas games because i have to assume that something that insomniac is working on is a gas title right because that was something that specifically we heard they were upset that they were being asked to work on one and i always assumed it was the the spider-verse title that we're hearing now has potentially been canceled uh so the fact that that's not on there it's like is that from is this roadmap from before they started working on it or is it from like today when they stopped working on it right uh mm -hmm. so i have a lot of questions as far as that's concerned uh but otherwise it's just like i don't know it's it's really 
cool because there's a lot of stuff that I'm looking at. And I'm like, wow, I can't wait to play that. And then uh, the on the exact same situation, it's like, but I'm not going to play it for like a decade. So I didn't need to know about it right now. You know what I mean? It's it's a bummer. Mm-hmm. The uh, the aspect of it where they're afraid of of like Game Pass and Xbox. I think that that's all stuff that should have been pretty obvious already. Like we we've been able to see them making the pivot to do things that Xbox has been doing. Uh, and we already knew that, that they thought that their own business model wasn't sustainable, right? That's why they made their big shift to games as a service games. So I don't think necessarily that any of this is surprising. I think it's um, illuminating to see them say it so so like plainly. Oh, yeah. I think in some of those in some of those slides, they were just like, "Our thing is out of date, and their thing is really good." And I'm surprised to hear them use language that is that strong. Like I would have thought that they would have sugarcoated it maybe a little bit to their own people internally, but I guess not. Um, but yeah, otherwise I don't think that any part of that is, is surprising, right? We knew that the budgets of their games were ballooning. We heard, uh, not even Jim Ryan, but Sean Layden say that, right? Where it was like, this is kind of unsustainable. We can't continue to do this, uh, because if one or two of these games don't make their money back, then, then we're going under. Um, um, Daniel, to that point, I guess the question would be like, who was the target audience of that information, right? Yeah. It could have been like the executives of Insomniac and not the general population of PlayStation, right? Right. So you're right. That may be not something they want to actually showcase to their normal people or anybody, but... It's very strange. Like, just the language of it is a lot more just, like, matter-of-fact than I would have expected to be. Like, whenever I think of anything that's produced by a businessman, I expect it to be, like, you know, buzzwords and and things like that, whereas this one felt very just like, hey, we're doing we're doing good in some places and we're messing up in some other places and we need to do better. And this is bad and this is bad and you should fix it. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. It's, I think there's a lot more information that's going to come out about this that I'm very interested to see. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully, I don't know. Hopefully they like paid some lesser amount than the 2 million they were asking for, which by the way, it was like, that's like nothing for Sony. If, if it was being ransomed back, honestly, they probably should have just paid it. I honestly, it's possible that they did pay it and they just leaked it anyway because ransomware people are kind of dickheads yeah, like I mean, that. Um, but like, it's rough. I hope that the that the because they said they also had personal information about the the devs. I hope that that's yeah, that, safe. to me as, um, as as my as my concern. I, you know, real quick, Gamer King in the chat is making a very very finite suggestion, and I have to disagree with him. He says everyone on the panel wants PlayStation to die. They don't want to admit that. Listen, dude, I, this is the Xbox Factor podcast. I mean, welcome. I, I, I don't know what to tell you. You tuned into an Xbox show. But the tr- point of the matter is, is I bet you I have more trophies than you do uh, because I buy everything PlayStation. I, I support all the consoles. This is one of five shows uh, weekly that I do. I don't do a PlayStation show. PlayStation is third for me. It's Xbox. It's, it's, it's Nintendo Switch. And then, of course, it's PlayStation for exclusives. That's all I play on the box. Sorry. Nobody That's how it'll be in real die. life too soon enough, by the way. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's very true. So I, Sorry, I, I, have to agree, I have to disagree with you there, Gamer King. Uh, we do not want PlayStation to die. No one no one on this panel today or any day has ever suggested that. Sony, the problem with Sony, and let me get this out there and I'll let, I'll let Daniel continue, yeah. is Sony got fat sitting on their throne to be humble. doing That's it. nothing. <laughs> okay. All they have done, yes, they release amazing first-party stro- single-player story-driven titles. I'm a huge fan of it. I'm one of the first dudes 
on on this panel and many others to cap for Sony because that's the kind of game. I'm a single. I'm a. I'm a selfish a gamer. gamer. Yeah. I like playing single player experiences. I like putting on my headphones and getting lost in the character. That's what Sony does for me as a fan. That's why I have a PlayStation Five. But let's let us let us not make excuses. Yeah. They have been ballsy and arrogant, and all they have done to their fans is upcharge you and me on everything. Controllers, cameras, uh, their, their their streaming service went up $40 and gave you nothing for it. Uh, a, a slim version of the PS5 that's supposed to be cheaper to make, they raised by 50 bucks. And instead of giving you the vertical stand, because most people stand it that way, they want to charge you 30 bucks for that. Let's not make excuses for them. They have made this bed, and it sucks, and now they have to lie in it. Please continue, Daniel. Yeah, no, I mean, just to add on to that, I don't think any of us actually want PlayStation to die. Actually, I don't even think Microsoft would want PlayStation to die. I think that that, that would be terrible for Microsoft. Yeah, it would, be awful. It, would be, it would be It would be awful. They would become a monopoly and they would be government regulated. They don't exactly. want that at all. I mean, we already saw them. They will literally go third party that. before that happens. Yeah, they did that to PlayStation if that happened. They did that to Apple. They they rescued the hell out of them because they did not want to be that. that, They will do. Trust me, they will go put money into into Sony to make sure they don't die. That's not what we're looking for here. And nobody wants to have Microsoft. I I, I don't think that's a risk either. Right. Like Hargeet said this to earlier. True. too. It's like I don't think this is like them saying that is not like PlayStation is going to die or whatever. Um, It's just that they are falling behind they're kind of slipping in terms of keeping up with like modern situations right they they aren't making a a very good subscription service uh argument they aren't uh moving into games as a service in any meaningful way like all their games that they tried to do it are for getting canceled and stuff like it's it's a rough time over at playstation i know it's maybe hard to see that from the outside sometimes because they don't say anything so it's hard to hear like when things do come out that like this is why, right? The reason that 2023 was so weak for them on games and why 2024 is probably also going to be very weak for them on games in terms of first party, at least, is because they're trying some things and those things aren't working out. And that's normal, right? Um, we heard about it over on, you know, I'm imagining a lot of people who, who watch this show also watch the Iron Lords over there. They had a really great interview with Peter Moore. And he said, when you're in the lead, you need to you need to make changes, right? You need to push, you need to you know, burn the house down and rebuild it in a new way and figure out what the next step forward is because you are at the front of the industry. And I don't think they did a very good job of that. Uh, and this is them sort of paying that price. That's it. You know, it, it, they'll be fine. Like PlayStation is not going anywhere. Their franchises are strong. Their sales are strong. They're, they're going to make plenty of money. Uh, we might see some more layoffs or something, but we're probably going to see that regardless. You know, it's just they're having troubles and they need to fix it. That's all. I wonder for how long does that last, though? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I things, say this, guys, more leaks have come out. Uh, oh. I got someone oh. uh, that just dropped this got? megaton stuff into here. Apparently, oh, wow. the canceled multiplayer was Spy- Marvel Spider-Man meets GTA Online, and it looks oh. dope. You telling me Spider-Man was going to run man. around with the blicky? Is that what you're it trying to tell It actually has pictures no, of man, multiple you know Spider-Man. <laughs> Uh, Spider Man had enough. He's like, look, I'm tired no, of being showing man, up my miles. Fully, they, 
They have a now. yeah. It's it looks. I mean, I, Bro, I'm looking at it's a the lot fact of that they have not teased. They've had Spider Man. Sony has had Spider Man for how long? The oh, fact that they too. have not a had Spider Man multiverse game already, where you can create your own version of Spider Man, woman, whatever. It's one of the most diverse characters to do it with. Yeah, especially with with recent happenings and What's like crazy it, it is feels the like artwork treading the same path. The, 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 right. You would have loved this steel. They they have artwork oh, yeah. of the characters and Spider Gwen looks oh, freaking amazing, amazing dude. Gotta see mm-hmm. this. This has this has folks. You don't understand if you if you missed out on Saturday's living split screen. Oh man, Steel yeah. and Pong were on fire, especially talking about how disappointing they just gave up on The Last of Us online as it's yeah, known. I'm and Steel Reigns is like, listen, I, I don't have a reason to buy a PS5. In fact, Steel, I don't have oh, to I speak don't. for you right here. You broke it down. And this would have been another reason for you as a multiplayer gamer mm. to go out and buy a PlayStation 5, but you won't now because. Well, apparently Sony doesn't do multiplayer. They don't know how, even though they've oh, yeah. done it in the PlayStation 2 and 3 era. I don't get <laughs> it. Yeah, it's multifaceted. It's a multifaceted thing for sure. I mean, again, I just I don't have a reason to own a library over there. The type of games that I'm looking for, and again, I constantly bring that up in conversation. Nobody will ever guess the reason what got me to get a PlayStation 4, um, mm-hmm. and I don't have that similar reason to get a PlayStation 5. So it's just like, you know... Until I get that, you know, factions was going to be the number one thing for that. I've been waiting for that. There is their, again, they have one of the best forms of third person multiplayer outside of Gears. And literally, we're going to get a Marcus Phoenix collection before we ever get factions. Yeah, yeah, it's an, yeah, yeah, we sure are. Uh, I, 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 and I can tell you that for Let's an hope. absolute fact. Uh, but listen, Infinite Armor, uh, Dan, did you finish your point, brother? Oh, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> okay, so let's bring in let, let's bring in Infinite Umbra. Uh, let, let let's get your hot take on this because again we have to get into the pricing aspect. Something that Sony is unfortunately known for in uh, a bad light, at least in my opinion. Uh, before we get to that though, I want to get your opinion on what everyone has uh, already brought to uh, the table. What what are your thoughts on this 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 massive leak and the concern that they have for uh, Xbox and uh, you know the platform and Xbox Game Pass. I'm very there, brother. Oh, yeah, I'm here. Sorry. I think I must have pressed the button. But I would say they are right to be afraid. Um, clearly, you know, what they're doing here, as I was saying a second ago, is this isn't those unsustainable, right? That's the thing Sean Layden told us, right? I think he was speaking of Sony there. He wasn't speaking of, of, of Microsoft because Microsoft is ahead of the game and ahead of the curve when it comes to how they're handling it. So to, to the quote that, that Danny was speaking about with um, Peter Moore, like, I don't think even just necessarily the the first person or the person in um, the first place necessarily makes the rules and makes the changes. I think Microsoft has been doing that, even being in third place for all this time. They've they've mm-hmm. set the standard of what gaming will lead to, even to their detriment. The Xbox One generation being that, you know what I mean? How we they were moving toward those things that we now have regularly. You know what I mean? And <clears throat> I think Sony to their own detriment wanted to stay to that that their traditional model um the premium sales model as they call it right but they know this is unsustainable they say it in these notes right here it says premium content expectation of free bet best in class games creates unsustainable model they, they can't they can't do what microsoft does and i don't want to sound like king but they you know they can't do 
what my, I'm sorry, I'm not going to do all that. But listen, the thing is, is that it comes down to this. Uh, first and foremost, they, these guys were right, right? These guys on the panel, you guys hit it on the head. I'll go further and say that to the devs who are affected, of course, because of their business being put out there, obviously we feel for them, uh, we wouldn't want their information put out like that. That's terrible. Uh, but we did get a lot of information. And man, this was a, a early Christmas gift as far as things to come. Uh, and I think you could be pleased to know, even as a PlayStation fan of the games to come to you. So you got Wolverine, you got X-Men, you you got all these things listed. I'm talking about X-Men 1 through 3, by the way, they have guaranteed already. Of course, guaranteed, barring that they sell six, what, 6 million copies, of course, and which they will because they'll bundle the hell out of it, which tells you their model of why they bundle everything, by the way. Uh, but sustainability, we go back to that and we go to this fear here that we see in this industry major shifts and threats uh, slide, right? And what I like to do is when I sit back, I don't really go on. You, if you look at my Twitter page, I don't typically go on there and just start trashing uh, PlayStation fanboys and their narratives. I kind of sit back and see how they play it out. I let other people who do the crumb side thing kind of make videos and make fun of them and I laugh with them, right? But I pay attention to the narratives that our Hoove brothers kind of come up with. And over time, you see these things, even if you go to Jim Ryan, where the narrative that he created and tried to use just doesn't jive with reality. If you remember when the whole Activision thing went through, you got conflicting stories. You got one that said, we'll be fine. Even with, you know, yeah. we'll be fine. Even with them getting a, a ABK and Call of Duty when, you know, we'll, we'll be okay. Then, But before that, you had the, we can't survive or what, how would they, how do they frame it? Um, we, how do they put that? He said that, who Jim Ryan? Yeah, hey, it was uh, that, 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 that their console business would never recover. Something never recover. That was it. Yeah. And if you look at the slide, that's the actual truth of what he felt, not what they told you. What this did to me, in my opinion, is it 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 illuminated Sony's PR. What I think where Sony has been solid in PR more so than Microsoft in some ways. This right here with these leaks and things like that. I think shed a light on them more so than anything else we could say. And th these are the things we've been talking about, by the way, if you look at these bullet points and the fear that they have here and why they're worried about how they can't sustain and how they can't keep up with what Microsoft is doing with the subscriptions, uh, the shift that they're worried about from PlayStation to Xbox. These are, the, these are all the things and the talking points we have all had on these podcasts. I've heard them. I've listened to other people say it. I know I've said it. But if you listen to our Hoove brothers, if you listen to PlayStation themselves, they want to give you the front of, of you know, confidence, which they should. That's what they wanted to put out there. But this right here, this leak, hurts that. And I and I I saw one of once it was leaked. We had a few of our, our our brothers from the stables so quick to be like, how do we know this is real? So they denied this. But you saw the Wolverine, the Wolverine gameplay, and everything, and the slides, and the characters, and the the voice actors and the character models, and they, they believe that. So why, why is this not believable? But that was, you see. So denial, right? Uh, but I think, again, this just kind of shifts the, the or sheds light that Microsoft, what they're doing is absolutely correct. And I think PlayStation might suffer from that. To go back to Gamer King, we absolutely, and I said this to him on Twitter, I don't know why he keeps <laughs> coming on here saying this right here, but uh, brother, settle down, man. It's all right. You can come here to the, to our side of things, by the way. We, we welcome you in. But 
we don't want PlayStation to fail. We don't want them to go out of business. None of us want that. It'll be dumb. We know that we don't want anybody to have a monopolistic situation here uh, when it comes to gaming. We want Microsoft to stay honest, too. And because of when you don't and when you become the market leader like Sony, that was that will lead to, 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 to ridiculous things like $70 price games and $80 price games and eventually $100 price games, which, by the way, I've also heard our Who Brothers saying that they would gladly pay in these spaces. Not joking. And they've, they've decried Xbox gamers as broke as... as oh, welfare as pass. Welfare is, is, pass. Is, 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 hashtag yeah. welfare pass. Is, isn't, isn't that a thing which, again, is not only insulting, but the most stupid thing I've ever said. And if, I'm going to tell you this right now. Argument. Listen, yeah. I, I need subs because I'm trying to get to one, uh, 14K. But if you are that stupid to say that those words together, welfare pass, then I don't want you as a fan anyway. Because that's yeah. just straight up embarrassing, and you're embarrassing Good yourself, point. and you're showing what little intelligence you actually have. It's not welfare yeah. pass. What, what what Microsoft is doing, and I've said this before, is it allows everyone, regardless of your financial station, to be a part of gaming. And you know what? In 2023, that should be commended, not made fun of. Because right now, life sucks for a lot of people, especially when it comes to putting food on the table. And you know what? Maybe you're not affected. But what about your neighbor? What about your neighbor's kids? What about your cousin across the uh, that's living in the Midwest? What about them? So before they, you make stupid statements, yeah, you know, yeah. think about it. Think, think, <laughs> think outside of yourself. A lot of them don't. A lot of them can't. Lies of ponies. There you go. Lies of ponies. I love it. Look at that. Oh, that's I see you change your background. <laughs> you know, oh that's my the thing. God. Lies of ponies. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing I've noticed that our, our who brothers lack this empathy that you know we talk about here, and it's so funny because Gamer King, I'm, I can almost guarantee that you went to a lot of these PlayStation podcasts who are extra mm-hmm. toxic towards Xbox gamers and everything. Where they they absolutely wanted Xbox to go out of business. I've seen it for decades where they've been saying this. I know I'm not the only one that's seen it where they want Xbox to go out. We are actually the opposite. You know, I don't think it would be wise, and I don't think it should be wise of you guys to say you want any uh, of these major publishers to go out of business either. I think it's pretty stupid and short-sighted. Uh, but I, I, I think that Sony, you know, is contrary to what you all believe, that their, their poo doesn't smell like roses necessarily. I think you all have it misconstrued. But... Again, I think these these things shed lights. We see a lot. We see a ton of things, even the sales of PC games on Steam that uh, yeah, I, I guess it leads to us knowing that it won't necessarily be a day and date thing for them. It just doesn't work with their model. And I don't know how that's going to play out for Sony in the long run. But I we already know that Microsoft is in a good seating. And I mean, and clearly, uh, whoever wrote this slide here understands that, too. So, yeah, no, it's, it's a great point. Uh, listen, before we bring in Fuzzy Belvedere, let me just catch up on the super chats. First of all, awful grim bones drops a very generous two dollar super chat and says, Just saying, what's up, gamers? What's up to you, brother? Thank you for the generosity. Happy holidays to you and yours. Uh, game player, gamers play HUD Zero, who's been a channel member, folks, for 25 months, brother. That is so generous of you. He says, Happy holidays, boom and panel, uh, panel members. Did you see the Amazon numbers for the Xbox Series X? Yes, it's up 300%. And by the way, uh, Best Buy has the Series X bundle for $339. What are you waiting for? Get out and go buy one because that's just ridiculous. If you're waiting on Xbox, probably now is the best time to go. Um, 
He says, uh, I say consoles are still fair game at Xbox, Xbox World Order. Yeah, indeed it is. Uh, Homeless Bird, who's been a channel member for two months. Thank you so much for that. And welcome to the program, as always. And he says, currently, charming, tricking, loving my way through uh, Baldur's Gate 3 <laughs> as a pint-sized Casanova gnome bard. And I'm enjoying my time thoroughly. Happy holidays to all. Yeah, I'm three or four hours in. Uh, again, it's 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 going over the Mohawk a little bit. It's very technical. Like it's, I had to actually take a, a break from AAA games, even though some people are like, oh, it's not AAA. Oh, okay. Baldur's Gate Three is a AAA game. I'm playing Shumps now. I just want to play twin stick shooters or old school shooters. I bought a couple. Uh, I, I I played some uh, some uh, gameplay yesterday of Tesla versus Lovecraft. Phenomenal, phenomenal twin stick shooter. Um, we Boom. have Ebonics. You, you need yeah. to check out Death Must Die. Also, I did you not know check about out that Death one. Must Die. Death Must it's Die. Like, huh? uh, it's like Hades and uh, Vampire Survivor combined. It's All right, I'm addictive. writing it down. Hold on a second. Like Death Hades, you say? Die. Oh, I might have to look into it's that. It's like Hades yeah. combined with Vampire Survivor. Must die. It I'm is gonna... addictive as heck. Um, I'm I'm not completely sure. I'm playing it on Steam currently, but it okay. it doesn't take a lot to a lot to run overall. But yeah, definitely if it's available everywhere, definitely check it out. Definitely, I, 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 I definitely buy that on Xbox. I, I don't know if it would be on Switch because I'd buy a Switch there too as well. Thank you for that suggestion. Ebonics yeah. drops a very generous ten dollars super chat and says Sony was unstoppable, but with every victory complacency. They did not reinvest, but spent more externally to be exclusive. If you only buy exclusivity, you will lose it. That's a strong point right there. Uh, Reggie Mobile 9 drops an outstanding $10 super chat and says, Great show, Boom and Company. I think Sony has rested on its popularity for, for, for far too long and the ability to sell millions of consoles simply because of that brand fame without any innovation will hurt them. It's hurting them right now. Uh, Chaos Theory 81, who's been a channel member, wow, for 49 months. Brother, that is so generous of you. Thank you. He says, happy holidays, boom, and panel, and happy holidays to you and yours, brother. And Thunderdome Gaming Society, who's been a channel member for three months, says this. So the new narrative is PlayStation has no games. Hashtag fire it up. I mean, you're not wrong. And welcome to the program and happy holidays to you and yours, brother. Uh, Fuzzy, come on, let's get you in here, man. Uh, we got a lot to get into. This is not looking good for Sony. We've talked about this before. Uh, we, you know, a lot of people still feel a type of way about how they nickel and dime. They nickel and dime their fans. <laughs> and it's shocking to me that, like, I think it was uh, um, Infinite Umbra that said in spaces, there were people saying, oh, no, charge me $100 for their games. It's worth it. You're insane. You are <laughs> insane asking to be charged more. Like, I, I the hashtag, uh, a.k.a. Everborn, charge them more. It's real. It's crazy. Let's talk about it. Well, the, the funniest thing is I do remember a report early in the generation where it was already mentioned that Sony wanted to charge 80 or 90 this generation for their Yeah, game. they were stopped by 2K. 2K yeah. told them you, you're going to collapse the market if you do. Yeah, exactly. So it, it's it's not a surprise that that's in this, these documents and that they would try to try it again with the next generation doing that incremental increase kind of thing. But 
Yeah, it, it, they're kind of playing it weird right now, because I think the thing that's funny is that they gave away the God of War DLC that's that roguelike type thing for free, but yet they're going to charge you $10 if you already owned uh, The Last of Us. Like, if anything, that one should be the free one and then charge for the DLC, but they, it's like they're trying to make it appear like they're not the bad guy to some extent, but then... This, uh, I guess, for Spider-Man 3, they're going to break it up into like three components where you could either buy the full, I guess, $70 uh, portion and then they do an upgrade thing later for, I guess, part two. Or you could buy part one for 50, part two for 50 and maybe the, uh, you know, multiplayer component for another 50. So it's it's weird how, I guess, with the way their player base is mainly focused on these single player games they play them, you know, maybe one or two playthroughs and then that's it. <clears throat> and there's no additional way to monetize them. They are going to have to find more unique ways, which everybody thought gas game or games as a service would have been like the perfect transition for them, uh, seeing how it's working over at Xbox. But they already canceled Factions 2. I already knew about a multiplayer Marvel game that Insomniac was working on. And I remember having that confirmed by somebody that was working with Marvel a while ago. But I guess that one got uh, canceled. But the original, I, I think the original plan that was discussed was that it wasn't going to only be Spider-Man. But seeing that GTA meets Spider-Man uh, type of thing, that would have been a huge home run for them. The fact that they're either afraid to give it a try or that they're unwilling to add that extra expense of growing those teams to be able to do it feels weird to me. Like if, if you already have slides of how, you know, whether it's for court related, you know, documents and arguments, or if it's actually what they're kind of feeling the pressure of with this ABK deal, um, you, you would think that these, like, it, at least if you're afraid on new IP or you're kind of like risk averse, you would try to at least take that IP that you know is going to hit, like something like a Marvel character, make it into that multiplayer, you know, games as a service type of title. You know, don't make the same mistakes that they did with the Avengers because the core game was good, but it was like their their upgrade system and all that. The stuff that they would try to monetize wasn't the greatest approach. But Sony should have learned from all the other examples, including Bungie, although, you know. <laughs> <laughs> For the most part, Bungie's kind of stumbling over their own two feet right now. But uh, yeah. in, in, in the grand scheme of things, they, they should have all been able to come together and realize, okay, what is Fortnite doing right? What was PUBG doing right before Fortnite kind of completely obliterated it kind of thing? What are some of the other big players like Xbox where, you know, they have, you know, 15 to 30 million players on a lot of their games as a service? What are they doing to keep these people engaged and coming back? Or when they have a lull, how do they rebound from that lull? And, you know, I, I don't understand why they didn't, you know, stick to that, you know, Spider-Man, uh, uh, you know, meets GTA kind of thing. Or like with the the one leak that we saw a while ago with Gorilla with the their multiplayer, Horizon. Mm -hmm. it looked more like a Fortnite game, which, okay, I get it. Fortnite is extremely popular and people don't seem to care about the, the caricature type graphics on some of this stuff. But for me... It would have made more sense if they just did like a Monster Hunter version or kind of like a knockoff, monetize mm -hmm. that, use their realistic graphics, which are praised for the Horizon series, and go forward with that. It, it, to me, it would make more sense. Like, and it doesn't seem like they're, I mean, they're monetizing GT7 to some extent, but it's one of those things where they're, that's where they're really raping, well, I wouldn't say raping their customers, but they're raking them over the coals in comparison where 
GT Sport, $5 could get you a $5 million car. $5 now gets you maybe a $50,000 car. So yeah, like, no, you, you, you talked about that. Uh, today's price is not yesterday's price. Is that what you're trying yeah. to tell us? Even, even paying that is still cra crazy to me. That's true. Wow. That's the it, new it, generation of, of, of horse armor right there. Yeah, but it, Sony at some point has to realize that, like everybody said already, it's not sustainable with the single-player model continuing into this next generation and moving, moving forward. They have to figure out a way to integrate the PC uh, market space, which they've had some good things that have shown in the leak, which I'll, I'll, I'll put this out there first. As a gamer, I'm kind of torn on the leak for the fact that, yeah, it, it hurts, you know, some of the surprise and wonder and all that stuff. But a majority of me is like kind of excited because considering they haven't had a showcase of worth anything as of late, this is a good insight as far as for, at least for Insomniac. I wish, no, I don't mm -hmm. wish that they get hacked further, but I would have loved to have seen what, what poly uh, uh, polyphony digital has up their sleeve or what Sony Santa Monica has up their sleeve. Cause right now, if it's only Insomniac continuing to carry PlayStation, there is a major problem at this point. Um, uh but yeah, I, I just, I want to see them figure something out sooner rather than later. Cause if they continue to go down this route where it's just going to be the single player game, Oh, we're going to split it up and sell you a remaster or this additional content. And that's how we're going to monetize things. I, I think it's going to, you know, hurt them worse than, you know, reinvesting or, or continuing on with projects like factions Two or that GTA spider verse kind of thing. Those I think would be more promising or, you know, what we've all kind of called for before would be like things like Twisted Metal instead of like your Destruction All-Stars or or something like SOCOM, which at this point, considering, you know, the popularity of, uh, you know, a, a scam game like the day before, you would think factions and SOCOM would be, you know, easy for them to kind of pick from that low-hanging fruit tree. Legacy IP, it literally yeah. makes no sense why they're not tapping into it. All three titles that you mentioned are, are, are titles that people have been asking for. There are... Listen, maybe, I mean, and it's safe to say that maybe they don't have the same multiplayer base. But then again, they kind of do with Call of Duty. So if, they, if they'll come over to PlayStation 5 to play Call of Duty and it will continue to support because that's where it's best selling right now, I would imagine that if Sony had a first-party IP that with the prowess that's known as a SOCOM, or twisted metal, or or for instance, a resistance fall of man from, uh, from you can't give Insomniac anymore. They're already doing enough, right? So <laughs> it's uh, people will come and play multiplayer. And again, when you look at some of the things that have been canceled just in the last week, right? Just in the last week, folks, we have the cancellation of the Last of Us factions online gone yep. and then we get yeah. the we get the information that there was actually going to be a spider-man meets gta online which like steel rain said would have been huge for them and it's gone yeah. and it's not even going to exist and that doesn't make any sense either yeah. it's been a rough year for sony in a lot of ways yeah dude this, this is by far the worst year in platform history sorry it just is yeah, but I, I, I hope at some point they get it figured out because unlike somebody in the chat that wants to say we all want PlayStation dead, like why would I have bought my PlayStation 5 at shortly after launch for $500 if mm -hmm. I wanted it gone? Like that, that's Makes silly. No like let, let's be realistic here. But in, in any event, 
Yeah, um, this leak is uh, very eye-opening and, and interesting. And I guess the only thing is it's like much like a lot of these other leaks where the game is two years away further than what we were hoping kind of thing in some cases. Some of these are almost feel like they're 10 years away. But uh, man, oh, man, it you know, good stuff. Sorry that, you know, for the people that, that you know, are, are kind of caught in this crossfire type of thing. But yep. yeah, I'm, I'm glad we at least got to see some of the IP that, that are potentially in the pipeline and where their heads are at to some extent. But it still seems like they're not quite ready to dip both feet into the, the multiplayer games as a service pool that where it, they would have the best success as far as with those IPs. But yeah, I've, I've rambled enough. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. You know, I want to go right back to you. First of all, I want to welcome in. We had uh, nearly 1,100 people live in the chat, which is crazy. Uh, if you're finding the channel for the first time, we are officially 134 subscribers Ow! away Let's go. from 14K. Listen, I mean, there's got to be at least 100 and something of you in here who are not subbed. And listen, I, don't, I, I normally don't ask for myself. I really don't. We are givers on this channel. We never take. Uh, but we, uh, I am asking that you would consider subscribing to help us kind of get that Christmas miracle uh, before we get to the Christmas Day, which is next Monday. It would be pretty dope uh, to, hit, to hit that 14K. Yeah. We've worked incredibly hard. And it's like I said, it's a mom and pop organization that was just me and my wife and me. And I do the podcasting. She does a lot of behind the scenes stuff like with the finances and things. But it's just the two of us. And uh, we would definitely appreciate any help you can give by helping us edge that 14k a uh, goal that we have and it would really top off a, an incredible year that the channel has had but well, fuzzy i want to go right back to you because we got to move to the and second and last topic of the show because folks we're going to be covering this for the uh, remainder of the week i would imagine tomorrow night's primetime gaming we're going to hit this heavy and hard pause and uh we're gonna we're gonna have a conversation Harkeet's going to be back with us and again we're gonna because there's more stuff that's starting to come out more leaks so we're going to cover all of it, uh, but I, 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 we, we have to address one of the most important aspects of this leak, and that is Sony attempting to change the market once again in 2027 and charge for their games, not deluxe editions, folks, not special editions that come with statues or any uh, added digital uh, stuff. Thanks. I'm talking straight up. You buy the game. Fuzzy, they want to charge between eighty and one hundred dollars, changing the market landscape like they did for this generation when they went from sixty to seventy, and that's because their games, as we know, Spider-Man Three is going to cost upwards of four hundred million dollars potentially to make. That is just insane. Uh, obviously, they continue to go up. Normally, a normal PlayStation game, $250, $280 million to make. They usually match that with, of course, how much they spend on advertising. It's usually it's usually point to point. Their, their games are getting so big that they are trying to uh, use that as a driving force, to, and I would imagine with their investors, to charge 80 to $100 for first-party games. I'm going to tell you this right now, live on the air. If that ever happens, I'll never buy another PlayStation game unless it's on sale. Let me co-sign you with that really quick because I don't want to pay 70 I don't want to pay 70 76 here in New York for yeah. a PlayStation game. What do you think that's going to be? 
hundred and twelve dollars. Uh, uh, that's like Canada money. No, no, Listen, we're, not, we're not doing that here. I forced no. my I forced my nephew, who I had game shared with from a, 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 a little lad, as as our Eastern uh, brothers would say, until now. And now he's going he's going in half with me on these seventy dollar games. I'm like, yeah. I'm not having it. <laughs> I'm not having it, nephew. Let's All go. Right. You know, my thing is, if it goes to 80, I can have him do that too. But it's a principle, right? It's principle. It, it is oh, a principle. principle thing, yeah. Where's yeah. the additional value that we're getting for you doing that? None. Well, and that's, the, that's mean, the problem. Let me yeah. ask you guys. Do you think now, you know, they talk about sustainability and unsustainability. Would you say that Sony is a victim of their own design? But the whole process. I've been saying super, that. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like to me. I mean, Microsoft is. You look at the the landscape of gaming, what they give us versus what Microsoft gives us. You would think, if you didn't label who this was and you just didn't pay attention, you would think Sony was Microsoft and Microsoft was Sony. The diversity yep. is just crazy on Xbox side of things, where mm-hmm. Sony is just giving you these cinematic experiences that cost upwards of hundreds of millions that they cannot sustain. Seems like things have been flipped a little bit to me. Well, it's it's also funny that these experiences are becoming smaller and smaller to some extent. Like you're able to complete the mainline quests instead of it being a 40 hour game. It's now a 20 hour game or a 12 hour game. It's a movie experience. It's an experience now. You know, it's a visual experience. You're going on a journey. Sometimes you hit a few (laughs) buttons, you get into a combat state, maybe a little bit of a flow. But just when it gets real good. Oh man, there's a cutscene. We're gonna walk you through this, and I mean, but that like I'm, I am adding some additional sauce, and I really do love Spider-Man, and I don't mm-hmm. doubt that Spider-Man Two is an amazing game itself. Uh, I'll love to play it when it comes to PC, but it is not enough for you to spend three hundred million dollars on these games, and you don't have anything within them to sustain themselves. Again, Arkham. Batman Arkham Trilogy has a horde mode within it or a survival mode that allows you to work on your combat skills. And it's just that game came out 10 years ago. Yeah. Something small to help entice the players to continuously stay within that uh, within that IP, within your ecosystem, to keep them talking. It's just why aren't these being implemented? And the thing that I consistently get back, just like how... Bro, it breaks my heart that they're not going to make a, a Spider-Man GTA-like game of a custom. That, that that breaks my heart because that's the ingenuity that I expect, that I was expecting from PlayStation that has not happened. And I don't get why. And the only thing that comes to it is just they're, they haven't been ready for this, for the diversity. Um, they don't have the same ide- ideology. And I'm kind of starting to think that maybe maybe Jim Ryan was doing something right and PlayStation was just like, no, we're not ready for that yet, uh-huh. Jim. No, you're, you got to stop that. Yeah. We got to get the ball back. I don't know. That's the way it feels. I yeah, think you're right, brother. And I, we talked about this before where we said that Clearly, there must have been some type of differences behind the scenes that we're not privy to. I mean, Jim Ryan, Tony is notorious for just disappearing people. Sean Layden was just kicked out of there and walked out yeah. of there. Yeah, disappeared. Yep. You know what I mean? They like the mafia over there. Yeah. Get out of here, you know. But the thing they're, is, well, they're um, apparently in witness protection, so uh, <laughs> go figure. <laughs> but like the, one of the things I noticed too is, um, off off the point you were making, is. Uh, and I kind of picked this up talking with my brother Post up the other day while we were like, everybody was just t- chatting up, right? And I wondered this. 
with the whole live service thing and that GTA Spider-Man idea, which I agree would have been dope. I mean, can you imagine swinging I would have played that. Yo, I would have actually played that. Fire with the homies? Man. Oh my God. Swinging around. That would have Everybody amazing. gets one. Pop them yeah. and, you know, pop them and bro, drop them and get the, with the, with the you know, the blicky bro. and keep moving. Uh, I'm a you imagine what, 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 like, a horde mode would have been for that? Like, you're fighting some of his Yo, bro gallery. Yeah. Crazy. I'm but a you, different type you, of Spider-Man in here, boom. I'm, I'm popping people. I'm not, some, you know. <laughs> Oh, God. See, you try to take it to the next level. See? I'm an anti-hero. You try to do a mod. You know? But think of the way that they could monetize that. Instead of having to charge like $50 per type of, you know, mode or whatever, the 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 skins kind of do the, suits, the Fortnite dude, model. The suits, bro. Yeah. Like, are you All serious? The yeah. Like, you know people would spend money on that. You know people would spend money Take on my money, the please. cosmetics and stuff. So, right, I prefer yeah. that, but yeah. <laughs> exactly. But one of the things we had came up with, and, and PostUp kind of pointed it out, I said, well, what were these? So, we, you know, we see the slide, and one of the things that pop up immediately, you see the X-Men, right? And I was like, wait a minute. I made a minute. Yeah, you remember Boom? I, mean, I don't know if you remember, but I wanted Xbox to get X Men. I had been wanting that since the 360. I kept saying yeah. it, and when I saw that out, when they got Wolverine, I kind of saw the writing on the wall. But then I saw X Men. I was like, "Oh, they got them!" But if you look at that slide, you'll see X Men online. Yep. That also yep. goes into play with the Spider Man thing, right? I wonder if those were at least two of the games. Um, that were put aside out of the live service, the 12 that they hit. I wonder if some of those were set aside for that because we already know that Spider-Man was canceled. So that's one of them, right? Right. I'm wondering what else maybe with Marvel may have been put aside for the online component for the live service, I wonder. It's, yeah. look, it's, it's, it's very interesting also. like Look, at the end of the day, uh they're, they're, this is something that I think everyone that who's who, who hosts their own shows are going to be talking about this because there I keep getting DMs left, right, and center. There there are more things coming out, which again we we, we only have so much time. We're only here to two o'clock, right? We'll be back prime time, but I do want to just continue the point because I, I want to get everyone's hot take on this because money, listen, yeah. doesn't grow on trees, and there is going to come a point where they're the, Sony to their to their point are spending lots of money to make these very cinematic games. Uh, they are upwards of what films cost to make, right? That's a fact. They're going to want a, a return of investment. And I'm here to tell you right now, and I and I, I don't know who said it, but if they try to make $100 games, they're going to collapse the industry, and it's going to be their fault. Because I don't know how you can ask a consumer who's a fan, whether they're support all three consoles or they're just straight up diehard fans to pay $112 after tax for your game when it's going to be, even if it's 20 hours, it's considered mm -hmm. a one and done. I mean, I that's not how I play them. I do all this. Right. I, I, I chase pigeon farts and find graffitis, uh, yep. you know, uh, uh, graffiti on the walls. And deliver packages for old ladies. I, I did all that yeah. in Spider-Man, and that's why I platinumed it. But not everyone does that. People streamline the the main campaign. They're done twelve hours over a weekend, and they're done. You can't ask people to pay a hundred dollars. So just continue that point, uh, Fuzzy. Eighty okay. to one hundred dollars. What what are we talking about here? Like this is this is crazy to me. Well, the, the funny thing is, other than I think Call of Duty, there hasn't been a game that has sold more than ten million at the seventy dollars price point that was only 
at the $70 price point. All of the ones that had a $70 component for like next gen that went over to 10 million were ones that had the cross gen where they were like $10 less. So if they're going to start pushing this, you know, 80 to 100, it is going to collapse their overall. And, and it's going to be this weird, you know, move where it's going to push people more so to subscriptions. And if they're not doing day and date, I think they're going to be the ones that are on the outs. Um, just for the fact that mm -hmm. there's going to be a certain threshold. Like I already, other than I think Gran Turismo for the 25th anniversary edition, which I bought the deluxe version or whatever. I think that was like 85 or $89 or whatever. Already spending that. Yeah. I, I haven't bought any other PlayStation games at 70. I always, I waited for Returnal to go on sale. I waited for uh, Ratchet and Clank to go on sale. Uh, and then there was a few others. There were other ones like I think Deathloop, Ghostwire weren't 70 to begin with or Maybe I waited until it was 70 with the deluxe edition or something with the extra content. But for the most part, if I'm waiting at 70, there's going to be others that are probably going to wait further when yep. it's at 80 or ones that will wait further when it's 100 or just might pass it up altogether kind of thing. So I, I think it's going to be something that, yeah, they'll get more money per unit they sell. But if you sell half the amount of units, then are you really making that much more, you know, yep. just doing that incremental bump? So I, I, I think it's something that will make Game Pass look even more enticing um, and might actually have to force them to push their their day, uh, you know, their first party day and date, which I would love to see. But still, that that's just a, a, a thing that I think will it's not going to collapse okay. the collapse the entire industry, but I think it will hurt them, their bottom line. Like you'll see. And, and even when you look at Spider-Man one versus Spider-Man two. And even their projections for Spider-Man 3, they're looking at lower numbers each and every increment. So it's like, yeah, you also see the fall off on, on a series of titles after the first one through to like yeah. the third or fifth one. Fatigue. But you, you have to expect to even bring in less money with those projections or you may even cut some of those sales down because, oh, well, it's now at launch $10 more, $20 more. So I, I, I hope that they're looking at that bigger picture. But uh, yeah, I, I think it will make subscriptions more of a thing which i know the most of the playstation guys that are like i'll pay a hundred for that game yeah well, well you'll you'll get it you you know ask for stupid <laughs> prizes you know or, or play stupid games ask for stupid prize or you win stupid prizes i messed up my own saying but anyway no no that, that, yeah. that's, that's play the best games, thing stupid hey, play stupid games win stupid prizes uh yeah. you, should, mm -hmm. you should you should definitely make a t-shirt for that for sure uh that would definitely <laughs> so i'd buy one for sure uh, I'm infinite umbra. We're going in reverse order. Let's get your take on this. Eighty to one hundred dollar games. Does that make financial sense for Sony? It makes no financial sense at all, as far as I'm concerned. I told you, I'm I'm not paying seventy dollars barely now. I don't want to pay eighty. So, I mean, mm -hmm. listen. I think even our even the most diehard gamer king esque who brother will eventually scoff at an eighty to a one hundred dollar priced game. Now. I have often felt terrible for our brothers, uh, you know, in Canada who tell me routinely or in Australia, this 100 and whatever plus dollar redos in Australia or 100, you know, a bucks in Canada, or whatever they call it there. Uh, but the checks also reflect that difference. Though. Yeah, that's true, <laughs> to be fair. But in my American brain, when I hear that, I'll be like, Ugh. yes, it's I absurd. It it's wild. Yes, absolutely. You know, so I can't imagine that it going up $100 here and how much it would yeah, go up there. I'm guessing 100 insane, maybe, I guess maybe what, 40, 50 more. I, I don't know. I don't even want to calculate how terrible that would sound to hear out loud from them in my brain. But, um, 
I think just the mere idea of that um, is much like what was pointed out that they would collapse on themselves. I don't think gaming can sustain that. I know it's an argument always made uh, by some, you know, random person out there that's trying to argue for companies. And I don't know why they do that. Well, well, inflation, man, look, our cost of living has gone up. Our Ooh, dollars have not <laughs> for us. So I am never Facts. going to be arguing for 80 to $100 games. I'm just not doing it. I don't no. care what they're talking about. I, we saw the whole Diablo situation. They're talking about $100 for an expansion. I, well, that'll be the Diablo I miss. I mean, the good thing is, though, now that's in Game Pass, so we don't have to worry about that. But anyway, my point of it is, is no, uh, I think yeah. uh, to $100 priced games would be more or less, um, I don't want to say the death of gaming, but it would hurt it significantly, I think. I think everybody's going to have a threshold where they, they come to... It comes to that and like, nah, I can't do that. I think I think Sony going that route would hurt them so much. Uh, it would hurt them probably as much as the ABK thing. I think it would push people right on over to Xbox. Yeah, 100%. I agree. I, I mean, listen, there's, there's going to come a point where, like, for instance, I want to use Call of Duty as a, as a, as a great stepping off point. Uh, Daniel, we'll mm-hmm. bring you in in a hot second. If by some chance... They try to raise prices, uh, like even right now. Tell me, with anybody in the chat, we got over a thousand people still here with a straight face. That I understand, people aren't going to abandon their PlayStation libraries. I totally get that. Yeah. But let's talk to casual audience for a second. How are you going to legitimately say the guys over there are charging sixteen ninety nine a month, and you get Call of Duty, quote unquote, for free? Right over here, 76.43, plus you're getting the one game. Now, granted, it may be the one game that they play for the entire year, but that's not going to equate the amount of value you're getting over here. They said it in the documents. Folks, I read it verbatim. Their concern is people are going to give up on PlayStation because they're going to outprice themselves out of right out of the market, and they're going to go over to where Microsoft can afford to give it to you for 17 bucks a month. And they they just listen, they're 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 in a pickle. Um then let's let's bring you in. Eighty to one hundred dollar games, it doesn't make any sense. They're going to box themselves out. They really, really are. And as great as Spider-Man 2 is, and I'm sure the other games are gonna be great. I'm hyped for Wolverine. I saw some stuff, I'm like, oh, you have to take my money. Wolverine looks dope. But not everyone's gonna think like that, at least when you're trying to charge them at a hundred dollars a game. And I will say this again, and of course I have I've already been co-signed by Infinite. I will hmm. never buy another PlayStation game at full price if they go to a hundred dollars. I'm just not doing it. No, yeah, I think probably most people would feel that way. Um, which is why I also think that they probably won't be able to end up doing it. Like, no matter how I like I'm sure everyone wants to charge as much as humanly possible for their product. Um, because that's capitalism, right? Right. But at a certain point, you have to read the room and be like, hey, man, if we say that this game can only be bought for $100, we're going to sell significantly less units. Like at a certain mm-hmm. point, you hit you hit the breaking point where the extra amount of money that you would be making from each individual sale, is, uh, sale doesn't make up for the amount of sales you'll be losing out on for people who are like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. Right. And maybe it's just like they want to set up some weird tier system where 
the the opening weekend is just the whales and then they can start dropping the price after a couple months and like bring people in over time i guess that would be some like weird ass backwards way to increase the longevity of a game sales uh but why would you do that like why would you do that that's definitely the number one thing in all of these leagues where i'm like yeah they're not going to be able to do that because i think i think or i want to believe at least that playstation is smart enough to not actually go through with that like there's some marketing guy or whoever financial guy who's like you know if we want to make a lot of money we could just make more money and i i my hope is that once that slide or whatever was presented the rest of people in the boardroom were like you know dude <laughs> like that's not gonna work out nope. yeah because nope. it because nope. it just won't right like there's no situation in which what do they sell on like a on a god of war these days like 10 million something like that yeah. There's no way 10 million people Over are going to be like, years. yeah, yeah I'll, I'll give, I'll give you a hundred dollars <laughs> for that. Like, no, hundred percent. No, there's no way that works out for them. Yeah. It's again, the slides are there folks. I'm sorry to say, I, I know there are going to be people still pushing the envelope. No, it's fake. Boom. It's fake. It, it, it's, it's not, oh, it, 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 it's sure. not fake yeah. folks. No, no one went, no, 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 there, there isn't a group of Xbox that go around trying to make this stuff up. Unlike we saw with Blade, people making fake trailers. They got 134,000 views on a fake trailer for a box of Blade that doesn't exist. Ridiculous. People do it. Uh, no, it's it, these are real. These are, it, It's a very unfortunate. And I really, I, it does open the eyes on where Sony is as a corporation and where PlayStation is as a platform. And I can tell you this right now, Hargeet, uh, $100 games does not interest me. I don't think it's going to interest a whole mess of people. Uh, what, what are your what are your hot takes on this, man? Well, it looks like that's for the next generation, right? That's their assumption. Right, that would be twenty twenty seven. They're going to yeah. try to bump up just like they did this generation. Um, look, I think they'll try. Look, and all of these analyses are correct. So they got the results from seventy dollars, right? To go to seventy dollars, and that came out that the the revenue went up, but the volume of sales went down. Right. And that was an expected outcome. I guess if you're going to do that, you should know that. Right. And now you have to just play that curve out and, and guess where it'll it'll hit to a point where it's just not worth going higher than that. Right. So they're going to do that. And that's what Sony's going to do. Now, my my take on this whole thing, Sony has driven because they had to do something after the PS3 disaster. They've driven this idea of cinematic games. Right. More and more fidelity, high quality. The problem with that is a it makes the games take forever to make right and yep. it costs yep. inordinate amounts more money for what gain what is the gain you get out of this it looks nice so what zelda was just as good it didn't look anywhere near like freaking spider-man i don't care zelda right. was a phenomenal game i had a lot of fun right. with it mario wonder didn't take the fidelity you know gear all the way up to the, who cares it's a fun game how much did it cost Nintendo to make that? And how much profit do you think they're going to drive from the sales of that game? The difference is, is, look, you need to have games that are playable, not games that look good and you hit triangle or square every you know 10 minutes. That's not a good enough thing. And that's something they just have to learn. At some point, it's got to be about the gameplay and forget this stupid rat race of my graphics look better than yours. Who cares? Ultimately, it's not going to matter, right? You have to get to the point that a game is a game it's not about the graphics, but that that is unfortunately not where everybody is. Right? I'm, I'm I'm very alone on that. Most people want the graphic fidelity thing. Cool. There's the result. 
six, seven, eight years to make a game, hundreds of millions of dollars, it's unsustainable. Okay, you want to pay 200 bucks for a game? Feel free. I'm good with 60 bucks, yeah. and I get a game that comes out in two to three years. I'm happy. Give yep. me Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3 that came out in one gen. I'm happy. Those games looked great to me, played freaking awesome, awesome storyline. I got the whole story arc within a generation. Give me that. I'm way happier with that. But unfortunately, we want to live in a world where we get one game a generation. A trilogy takes 20 years. I'm I'm done with that. I don't care. And this is a, a, a you know, this whole thing has been kind of pushed by Sony. This is what they wanted to do. Go on this, you know, like cinematic experience thing. Cool. But this is the result. I'm much happier with Grounded, which I put 200 hours into. Okay. Does that look fidelity like maximum? I don't care. It's a fun game. That's all that matters. It's yeah. it's it looks good enough. Yeah, was made by what 10 15 people. Yeah, thir good thir enough. actually 13 people made that game if you could believe good enough. it. Yeah, right? 13 people. So like again, this is the kind of thing that I it, Sony went that direction. Microsoft mm -hmm. said make a game you want to make. Go make the game you want to make. It's a small game, it's a large game. Go make the make game you want to make. Why? Because you will want to play it. That's the idea. Right? And Sony is going in the direction of no God of War needs to be made because it'll make me, you know, a billion dollars, and that's the only sustainable thing we can have. Okay. Well, what about the quirky games? No, we don't do those. Close those studios. Get rid of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants. So, that, yeah. yeah, this the 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 point yeah. of any endeavor in art is new art. <laughs> They're saying no. We're gonna lather, rinse, repeat the old art. Okay. Um, if that's what you want, great. What new IP has come out for PlayStation Five? Returnal. Mm -hmm. That's it, right? Everything right. else is remakes, sequels, remasters, right? What What are they doing first party? What What new IP? Well, I don't know. I haven't seen anything. Uh, I can't. Told me I, I can't either. even call they Venom don't. a new IP because that's not their IP. No, that's an I, existing. I have Marvel a hard IP. time considering Spider Man at all. In a lot of it's not a, in a lot of ways. It's it's hard to consider. It's hard to give Sony so much credit for Spider Man because Spider Man was already good. It just exactly. didn't have it's like the, the good Marvel games character. with it. Yeah, like yeah. it didn't have the graph. It didn't have the fidelity with it at the at the time. Now it has the fidelity. It's wow, a good game is all of a sudden much better because it looks good. Like I don't, I get, and I don't, I don't want to exactly. discredit Insomniac. <laughs> I'm I'm not because I love what they've done with the character, but. It's not yours. Like you didn't create Spider-Man. And that you story have leaves of history. You, just, yeah. you have leaves of history <laughs> to go back to. So yeah, and, and so look, I, I've I've put that out there years ago that I think graphical fidelity is killing video games. I I, I hate the idea that the next Elder Scrolls will take like an umpteen like million that. years. I just want the game. Just give me the game. <laughs> like every one of these studios is taking so long to give you a game because everything is scrutinized to such a level now because Sony put it out there. That your quality has to be this high a level, otherwise you're not a good enough game. It's like, oh, jeez, James. So, I this is just biting them in the ass. And like Sean Layden put it out there, I can't keep sustaining this. Keep you know, it, it basically doubles every generation. And he's like, that's just not sustainable. And he's right. <laughs> he's 100 right. It's not necessary to make your games look stunning as hell if the game isn't fun, right? And thankfully, a lot of these games from Sony tend to be good. That's good. They're fun, but. That is a problem that you run into. If it's not, if it's an experimental game, say Days Gone, and it doesn't sell the way you want it to, you suddenly say, Studio, F off, you're going to go do this instead. 
right? And that's like that's just not cool. Like, yeah, that's, that's the problem. That's yeah. the problem. They have. That, by the way, Hargeet. Like, even when they get the graphics up there like that and they get all these, you know, this industry standard that they typically set, like with The Last of Us and all that. Well, the problem is with a lot of these other games, not The Last of Us or whatever, that's not necessarily them. They don't have the sustainability of people staying with them. It's one that they, they, they are essentially one and done. They move on. They're one and done. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no continuous thing because that's just not the games they make. Right. Which right. is a sad state. They should be able to, to do at least multiplayer, right? Fine. If you can't do live, at least do multiplayer. Uh, but that's kind of just gone now from them. Uh, and, you know, the whole pivot to multiplayer thing where they wanted to go live service, like, cool. But the way to do that is. Find a game development studio that wants to make a live service game that has a cool idea and go with it. And they did that with uh, with, with the, uh, Haven, with Fair Games, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know how well that'll work. Probably. Hopefully it will for them, yeah. but I don't know. But we'll see what happens with that, right? Uh, but the other ones they've tried, mm, not, not so much. Yeah. No, so I mean, it's a, it, the, the idea of going to $100, this whole thing is, it's going to be interesting because I am pretty sure by the time we get to the next generation, there will be a price hike. It's kind of a given. You can just expect it. How much? I don't know. Is it going to go to 70, 80, whatever? We're at 70 now. Is it going to go to 80? Maybe, right? I think that's probably what's going to happen. Uh, is it going to go to 100 to sustain Sony's need to keep making games that are more and more fidelity driven? I don't know. Like, as you start saying, hey, look, the game is now the actors. Well, actors cost money. That's yes. just the way it is, right? And you're, these games, if they're going to have four or five hours of cinematic stuff. That's four to five hours of an actor's time, right? That is a lot of money, okay? That's why these things are inflating. So there is a, 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 a market drive for that to say, if your game isn't making money and you keep making them more expensive, maybe you should rethink your investment portfolio. Yeah. Uh, Disney, anyone? Disney kept going with a certain trend and uh, guess what? It didn't work. It's starting to falter. Warner, anybody? How's the DC Universe looking? Uh, yeah. So, look, you have to look at what's happening and say, well, is the expenditure worth the return? It's not. And at some point say, well, we need to change our model. Instead of 10 you know, of these sad dad walking simulators, maybe you make two. And then the rest of them yeah. are not that. And then you just have games that people can play that don't cost $600 million that maybe only cost $50 million. You have to think in those terms, change the dynamic so that you can make money. That's up to Sony to figure out. I think this is one of the things that Colin was always pointing out. Oh, I want my games to always be like this. I want this hop quality thing from like 20 students. Good luck. How do you sustain that? It's a reality that people can't live in. You have to deal with reality. So great that you want that, but people aren't buying. People yep. didn't buy Returnal. People didn't buy uh, Ratchet and Clank. Yep. People Ooh. didn't buy. Uh, uh, what was the uh, Ben one? De- uh, oh, Days Gone. Gone. Days Gone. Days Gone. They didn't buy that. Okay. If they had bought them, they'd sustain. They'd make a next game. They didn't. Right. That's how it goes. So Ratchet and Clank, I'm thankfully is still on their roadmap, but that game didn't sell that well. Returnal, I don't know what the the what House Mark is doing next. We'll see. But that game, did it even cross a million? I don't even know if it crossed a million in sales. I don't think it did. But this is the thing, right? So to start charging more, you have to expect a drop-off. That's going to happen, right? And you're going to push people away. Now, on the flip side, Microsoft gives you a nice little service. And it's just going to make it that much more enticing to say, why don't I just pay for that? 
In fact, why don't I just pay for it when I actually want to play? Because you're not locked in. You can cancel at any time. So if you only play two months a year, pay your 17 bucks two months, and you're done. Play the games you want to. Go, right? They don't care. Microsoft's happy. And play them on PC. Play them on GeForce Mm -hmm. Now. Play them on Xbox. They don't care. Have fun. Play, right? So it's a totally different model. Yep. Right, and that is going to start become becoming more and more of a problem if you want to keep increasing the prices, right? So, it, some some people I'm sure are going to say that hey, Xbox will go ahead and increase their price too. I don't care. I pay for Game Pass day and date. I get everything. On the flip side, mm-hmm. Sony has never even stated that their games will come to their subscription, let alone <laughs> come to the you know stay in their subscription after six months, a year, two years, whatever. Right? We don't even mm-hmm. know if their games are even coming to the subscription. They could at least even say that. Hey, subscribe to our PS Plus Premium. All of our games will eventually be there. They haven't even said that, to my knowledge, anyway. No, they have not. They have. I can confirm that. It's time they start changing that, right? Get the Mm -hmm. revenue. They just aren't pushing enough. Now, again, they have a leadership change coming next year. We'll see if that starts to change all these things. They have a long way to go, right? I don't know what they plan to do, but $100 games? Oh, my goodness. Um, I fully expect $80. I just, that's just my guess. It's going to be $80 at the next generation. Sad, but whatever it is, what it is. Right. So at least I know Activision won't be the one pushing it. It'll probably be take two <laughs> as usual. Yeah. Right. Cause Phil will be the last one to do it. <laughs> right. So yeah, the last um, the feel he can. <laughs> yeah. He will, he will definitely be the last cause he wants to give you as much value as he can. Right. So, and they were the last to jump to 70 bucks. Right. So he'll let everybody else do it first and say, okay, fine. If everybody else is going to take it, then we'll, we'll do it as well. Right. But it doesn't matter again. Xbox, I just pay 17 bucks. I'm done. <laughs> I don't have to worry about that. And you're good. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's sad, but it is what it is. And there's a lot of other stuff. I, I assume we're going to talk about that tomorrow. Boom, right there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, pu- I'm literally putting the show together as we speak. I'll send over the show notes as I do. But still, Rain, the, the closest out, brother, yeah. 80 to $100 games, unsustainable for an absolute fact. Uh, I don't know. Even at eighty dollars, if they if they launch the next generation, that's going to be feasible uh, and enough to make back the money they're spending on these games. Because obviously, mm-hmm. inflation is going up. The cost of making these games is going up. They're taking longer. Uh, normal development, I don't know, ten years ago was three to four years. Now it's five to six, uh, and we mm-hmm. know that for a fact because you and I both know a developer that worked on Fable, and we have it from the horse's mm-hmm. mouth that it's getting more and more expensive to mm-hmm. make games. So Sony's going to have to figure it out because, listen, they had a huge drop off in uh, in uh, in subscription uh, services because they charged forty dollars more and you got nothing for it. Now, in the again, the proofs in the in the paper, as my wife says, they want to charge anywhere between 80 and 100. What are your thoughts? Well, boom, I got I'll start with this. Um. I know you've played Ghost of Tsushima before, Boom, but has anybody enticed you to maybe play multiplayer? I know you're not typically like the multiplayer guy. I know Halo's your thing, but has anybody talked with that about you, mentioned it to you, said, hey, Boom, man, uh, I was playing this great mode sometime, and maybe me and you should try it out. Anybody say that to you? No. No? Oh, okay. Um, Fuzzy, I mean, you've brought this up before, but like Returnal, man, it looks like fuzzy look man i got returnal on pc i heard his cross play maybe we could play together man because obviously nobody else in the player base thinks it's worth enough money to buy these games or even stay within their ecosystem hmm so i don't think that 80 to 100 dollars is going to is going to see any 
they're not going to get any good faith from that man like that is not the direction to go if they go that direction they are shooting themselves in the foot now uh i'll get my my dialogue here and then i'll lead into my outro because i gotta go get my daughter but um 80 to 100 dollar games you have to prove to me that i that i need to even get your that i need to step into your ecosystem first and i understand that that's a personal thing for me um but like everybody else has mentioned on this panel you at what point do you get to a conclusion about what are you are offering at a variety standpoint? What are you offering your consumer that's going to uh, inherently enhance their experience? That's the thing that Xbox has changed and why we're having this conversation now. And, and again, because I see the conversation continuously go back to this. If you do not understand why or how Game Pass is sustainable, then why when the actual people from Microsoft Xbox come out and tell you why it's sustainable, how it's sustainable and that it is. And then when the opposite side tells you, Hey, the way that we've been doing things isn't sustainable. Why do you still want to beat your drum or beat your chest about, Oh man, it should be like it was back in the day. If everybody just bought their games and man, these developers would get, that's not, it hasn't worked. We as gamers are selfish. We want more in our experiences. Sony took that as, oh, we need to make our games more cinematic. No, that's not what the people were asking for, but that's what the people have accepted. And it has been proven that that's not good enough because people are buying your hardware, but aren't buying software. Why is your own IP selling less than an IP that has been around since the 70s? Or even late, even before that, probably because I'm not I'm not up to Spider Man's whole lineage and when he began. But there's already something there. I thought people loved PlayStation. I know it's not back in the day where all you had was Tekken, but I'm not buying Tekken for eighty to hundred dollars. I don't think any game should be even the seventy dollar price point that we're at right now because of the inherent value has been lost. I don't care what the price of games are. I'm a consumer at the end of the day. I want the bang for my buck. And I am the guy who believes that gaming is art and should be treated as such to the end of time. And everybody has their own value in art. It's part, part of the biggest reason why I like that phrase. Everybody has their own inherent thing that they look for in this industry and any perceived value of art. They're right now, gaming is not at a oh, 80 to $100 level mainly because things have not been consistent. We're not getting complete games. They don't know how to optimize games before they release. So we just want to continue to pay more for an unoptimized products, be given reasons like, oh, for an example, let's put it on Xbox that the Series S is holding back the generation. Although surprisingly, three weeks later, four weeks later, oh man, shout out to Xbox. We were able to enhance Baldur's Gate 3 by 30%. That's not a small margin. We're not even taking advantage of what we have right now, but people are talking about the price of games. Oh, hey man, it's macroeconomics. It's right where it should be. You're not getting any inherent value. The same people who say that don't see value in multiplayer. So again, your 10 to 15 to 20 hour experience versus what I like to see in multiplayer or at least have an add on to. For an example, why would I have any faith in an $80 to $100 game if they ever took it there as a consumer when you already took a multiplayer away from me? 
Now you're telling me I need to go get a PlayStation 4 to go play the original factions if I wanted to, and I don't even know if those servers are up. And why would I do that when you've remastered the game three times? Yep. Release it with the next remaster then. How about that? I, that's why I, I can't, with everything that has been going on with Sony and all the, the spinning people are doing, if this doesn't show you the inherent bias, I don't know what will. This is not an 80 to $100 conversation. This is, we need to get our stuff together kind of conversation that need to be happening. So no, to answer the question directly, it makes no sense for them to even ponder about 80 to $100 games because the people who support your ecosystem are the people who don't buy games day one. The reason why gaming is thriveful is thrives the way that it does today. It's not because of us, the ten percent. It's the people still playing on three sixty and Xbox Ones. We just inherit. We just give value and give people idea of what's popular, what looks good, what feels good right now, and where the industry can go, what they can look to. And guess what? Because of what Microsoft has been doing, you have more access points than you ever had before. And it's set, if at 80 to $100, Sony isn't going to offer something very similar to give people value. Although, I have to bring this back up. People keep saying that, that Game Pass isn't working. One side says that they're profitable. The other side says that this isn't working anymore. What are we going to believe? We can continue to be in osmosis and eventually it'll touch your smooth brains for some of you guys out there that don't want to see the future. And I get the digital era is scary. Ownership is out of the window as far as gaming goes. We have to think about what we have to hold these people's feet to the fire, no yep. matter what the brand is, no matter um, how well they've done in the past. And I get again, I'm just taking my RTS perspective because I am somebody who is not involved in that ecosystem. I have no horse to play. I would like a horse to, for me to ride on and gallop into the, into the sunset if I wanted to. But why would I purchase a horse or a saddle or anything else to go along that journey if I don't see value in that? And just saying because, oh, I'm a gamer is not a good enough reason for me. Yeah, no, it's good I want stuff, Sony dude. to find their place. So, um, but with that, I got to dip out of here, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I pre greatly appreciate everybody for tuning in. You can find me, Steel Rain, I, Steel Rain, I, the T is a seven everywhere. Google's the easiest place to type that in. Greatly appreciate you all. And uh, man, this it's it's such a fun time that we're in right now, the diverse yeah. conversations that we can have. And again, I'm not saying that I'm right. I'm not saying that anybody else on the panel is probably right. We're just a group of guys trying to armchair our CEO our way through what the industry possibly has going on and uh, make sure that we're inherently getting the value that we're looking for as consumers. So, Brother, I love your humbleness. I am not so humble. I'm right, and you all better agree with me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, no Listen, seriously, welcome to the What's show, up, brother. We yeah, that, love you. Great, great, great to have you part of the show each and every week, brother. Go get, go, go take care of your family business. We'll see Let's you on Saturday, easy, folks. Please. Living split screen, uh, Saturdays. Uh, let me just, let me just fix this. Hold on, like I have the. Uh, Boom. Okay. So listen, let me catch up on the super chats and we'll get everyone out of here. I also got to bounce. I got to go uh, do some family stuff as well. Obviously, the holidays uh, is is upon us, but we had over eleven hundred people here today. Folks, we are 136 away from 14K. If you're finding the channel for the first time, please, for the love of Joe, consider subscribing. It would be pretty dope to hit that by end of year. 
I'd love it to be able to say on Christmas morning, hey, folks, on top of Mrs. Boom's amazing gifts, we opened up, a, uh, we're at 14K. Can we hit it? I don't know. But if you're finding the channel for the, for the first time, I live stream five days a week, Monday through Friday, all different panels, all different shows, but all great content. And we don't sell you hate. We don't hate monger. We talk facts. We bring our opinions. And we usually have a lot of laughs in between. Uh, we have Gamer by Choice that drops not one, but two. $5 Super Chats and says, I think Sony is cashing in on cache they built up. Uh, do you think that they'll use it up uh, or will people justify Sony's actions? People could be fickle. Uh, a good friend of the show, um, Kayasante, calls it political capital uh, that they had in bulk. Not so much anymore. I think that 2023 has proven that Sony does not care about you as a consumer or a player. That's why it's for the payers, not the players. Uh, we are, his second super chat of $5 says, King David seems to be right. You cannot save Kong, especially if he's on fire and you're putting him out with gasoline. Media seems to protect Kong. I mean, listen, it is what it is. Glacier Don drops an outstanding $5 super chat and says, speak for yourself. Big bank, take a little bank. If Sony dies, it dies. Wow. Whoa. That's a that's a slip, slip the throat kind of a moment. If Sith Lord, dies, generous friend dies. of the program, who's been a channel member for 20 months, folks. Thank you for that, man. Super appreciated. He says, just when you think 2023 is over and quiet, it's just as crazy as it started. Happy, happy holidays to all. Stay safe, stay warm, and play more games. Love you all, and we love you as well, uh, uh, Sith Lord. Thank you so much for that. Uh, G Maybe, who's been a channel member for one month, says, Sony, raising game prices while making it illegal to resell your games. How about make games with multiplayer and more robust content and replayability? He's not wrong. Thank you for the generosity, brother. We have Alden drops an outstanding $5 super chat and says, nowhere in the leaked docs does it say they're increasing prices. Uh, yes, it does, dude. And I have it, and everyone on the panel has it because I sent it to everybody. Uh, oh, uh, one okay. guy on Twitter wow. said that this is... Uh, and no one has found what he's referring to. To a big dude, listen, brother. I appreciate the five dollars, and I appreciate you being here. Please don't jump on the crazy train. These documents are out there. They were leaked. These are Sony's internal documents. It is what it is. They should get better, better security. Stop using uh, bubble gum and paper clips. It doesn't work. That's. I'm sorry. It just doesn't. Uh, Joey Rivera drops an outstanding five dollars super chat and says. 80 to 100, they're bugging. Most of these games ain't worth uh, the the, um, the uh, gen prices FML. Um, and Gotham Guy, generous friend of the program, uh, drops an outstanding $10 super chat and says, happy holidays, boom, my friend, and the rest of the panel. And happy holidays to you and yours there, Gotham Guy. Happy he says, holidays. I'm, do <laughs> I'm doing a shameless plug for my company, LOL Best Buy, has the Series X for $339.99, one day drop starting today. Folks, you heard it from someone that works at Best Buy, $339 for a Series X. My God, get out there if you don't already own one. Let's get to the outros. We'll start first with Hargeet. Hargeet, obviously, uh, Gaz is out there making the rounds as he does. He's poking and he's prodding and he's, you know, saucing up the place. Pause. Uh, sell the brand <laughs> of Game on Daily. 
Obviously, you're a big part of what him and Asa do on a, on a weekly basis. Um, I would imagine that this week's show, if there is going to be one, it's going to have a lot there to talk is. about. Uh, so there you go. Talk yep, about it, and I should be on. So um, yeah, so uh, GameOnDaily.com and YouTube.com slash GameOnDaily. And yeah, this, uh, this Saturday I should be on. So check it out, 4 p.m. Uh, U.S. Eastern on Saturday. Uh, and then uh, RDX at some point. I don't know. It's probably going to be next year at this point. And then uh, tomorrow we'll be uh, doing yeah. primetime gaming. Uh, continuing this discussion. There's a lot of other stuff that we haven't talked about yet yeah. uh, that uh, came from the league. And then there's just the general stuff that we it was supposed to be an end of year discussion and all that. Well, anyway, there's a lot of good things we could talk about. Uh, but yeah, so uh, check that out tomorrow at seven. Uh, and yeah, keep on gaming. And for that person that was like all annoyed about us saying that playstation's gonna die and we want it to die i think you're self-reflecting you need to kind of understand you wanted xbox to die because it's your thought process that makes us say that you know you think yeah. that we're saying we want PlayStation. we do not and trust me i've seen microsoft as a monopoly it sucks uh, internet explorer anybody it's a bad idea you do not want that to happen they will stagnate the reason is there's no reason to invest that's what right. will happen the the money money uh, you know uh, uh, spigot that's on right now will be closed off do not want that. Trust me. You want them hungry. You want them continuing to compete. That's the way it should be. I get a lot more value from uh, Xbox when they're looking to compete against Nintendo and, and Sony yes. and others. Thanks. So yeah. I 100% do not want them to go away. I want them to compete. I want them to come back and show us a good you know roadmap. Like, tell us why. They're... I was shocked when their showcase showed nothing. Everybody was shocked. We expected them to throw the gauntlet down. This is why, Microsoft, you need to double down. They didn't. <laughs> yeah. That's not a no. good thing. So, you know, just keep that in mind. If you're thinking about that, that's probably just you self-reflecting. Get, you know, have have fun for the holidays. Enjoy your life. This is just gaming. It's okay. Don't get all pissed off. Right? Yeah. But anyway, no. happy holidays to everybody who, who may not join tomorrow. <laughs> and, uh, otherwise, we'll catch you here tomorrow. <laughs> Absolutely, brother. Uh, Daniel McGee, sell your brand, brother. Talk about the best place for both long and short content, especially if you're a fan of the DCEU, which he is yes, currently sir. rewriting as we speak. Talk about it. Not only that, but you're on a show called The Fix each and every Thursday with Infinite Umbra. Talk about that as well. And where could people reach out to you on social media? Yeah, so as always, you can find me on Twitter at Daniel J. McGee or at my personal YouTube channel of Daniel McGee. Uh, I'm uploading a video of me talking about why I no longer care about the Game Awards literally right now. It should Good be stuff. up like in a couple minutes. Um, so that'll be a fun one. Uh, I get a little spicy in it, so hopefully people uh, are not too pissed about that. I don't really care that much, to be honest. Um, so yeah, swing on by. I uh, just broke 800 subscribers a little while ago, so we're on that climb to 1K. It'd be really great to see some of you head on over there. Uh, and if you like it, hit subscribe, hit that bell, do all the things that people want you to do. Cause I am one of those people who wants you to do them. Thank you. Love you. Bye. <laughs> no, no. Good stuff, brother. Absolutely. Good stuff. Listen, we, we want to see you, we want to see you hit a, a 1k do real good work on there folks. Please, by all means, take it, take it on my account that the work over there is done and he does really good. Again, both long and short content, please head over there and subscribe. Infinite Number, sell the brand of The Fix. You guys have been making some big strides over there. You've had some big guests. I don't know. I was on there a couple of weeks ago. Talk about it. Sell the brand <laughs> of The Fix that you do with Daniel McGee. And where can people reach out to you on social media? I like how you put yourself in it. You said I was on there a few, you know, a few weeks you ago. Like I that, right? that, you like that. Yeah. My lack of humility is rubbing off on you. Yeah. 
Uh, no, we had a really, really good show this past week, actually, as Danny can attest to. I mean, we yeah, had Randall Thor and uh, our brother Kay Asante. We went for three Great hours. Great show. I was there. Great oh, show. Man. We that was a we had a ball, honestly. Honest to God. So, um, yeah, if you guys have not done so, please subscribe to a brother's channel. You can find it on, on my channel here on YouTube. Just type my name and you'll find it. Or you can type the fix. You should be able to find it that way as well. Uh, we would greatly, gladly appreciate you guys coming through. I'm guessing this show this week would be the last show for the year. Um, just to throw it yes. out there. Yep. So, and what a way to end the year off. Huh? But yeah, um, yeah uh, thank you guys all You know, for being here and holding us down as you all do. Did we break 1,000 today, viewers? We had 1,100. Uh, 1,103 to be exact, which is bonkers. Wow. Absolutely bonkers. We've all come to celebrate PlayStation's downfall. Yes. <laughs> no, but seriously... <laughs> Uh, to 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 mirror what Hargeet and everybody else is saying, we don't want PlayStation to go out. I do want Microsoft to be number one, though. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. But competition matters, and it matters because of us as consumers. When you don't have that, that's when you start getting people that can abuse it. Look at Sony with the seventy dollars games, and they're going to go to eighty, and try to go to one hundred. And we have to fight against that. And the only way to do that is to have competition, and that's why it's important to keep them in business as well as Microsoft. Uh, but yeah um boom shout out to you for continuously handling a great show and as you, you do sir. what you do uh uh Hargeet, thank you for coming through brother and as well as you fuzzy my brother and danny of course you okay all right but i'm um, not <laughs> i agree i agree i had to get revenge he said it to me last time uh, <laughs> that's funny that's funny but yeah stuff. yeah but um man uh happy holidays to the family everybody if we don't hear from you if you don't hear from us and yeah uh, if you do come by the show though this week, I might sing a little jingle or something before we get out. That'd of be here. nice. Yeah, he, he, folks yeah. has really good singing voice. He does. He absolutely does. Not to toot my own horn, but you know, toot man, toot. <laughs> it's fine. It's Call me Bing Umbra. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, listen, you know, you are who you are, who we thought you were, and we love you for it. So thank you so much for being a part of this show each and every week, brother. And of course, go check out the fix this Thursday. Uh, at 8 p.m. Eastern uh, with him and Daniel. And uh, I don't know who your guests are going to be, but. Uh, uh, I'm, sure I'm glad be... you said that I forgot to actually plug that. So eight o'clock Eastern. Yes. So far we have post up. I'm looking for somebody. Uh, else good stuff. He's in the chat. Well, 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 well uh, yeah. Shout and, out to post up. Shout out to post up. That guy is legit good. And I'm, I'm looking for somebody else who might be slanderous as well. But, you know, just I don't know. I'm trying to keep Reach it out to J-Rock. He, he likes coming on. J-Rock and, and, would and, absolutely and, be slanderous. Yeah. And, I might, the I might just nation as it's known uh, would <laughs> yeah. be more than happy to roll or 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 you can reach out to and I know he's in the chat. The Black Viking i did actually to... but you know the black viking i, I don't know i didn't know his show uh was on a, the same day as mine as oh, is it? oh that's right it is Thursday. Yeah. Oh, unfortunately hell, okay. but that's okay we'll get him on there eventually we talked about it so we'll we'll see we'll work that out but um nice. yeah that's good stuff brother as always and last no way least the best place for anything and everything in the racing genre is of course, Fuzzy Belvedere's YouTube channel. Not only that, you can find him on many other podcasts as well as this one. And Bre well, actually, the Monday show, which is the Xbox uh, lunch break special and breakfast with Boom on Friday mornings. But Fuzzy, sell your brand, brother. Let's talk about where people can subscribe to your channel and more importantly, reach out to you on social media. Oh, boom just want to thank you for having me on today it was it was pretty cool to to you know discuss the the leaks and everything but uh glad to be here with you guys awesome awesome panel today or or before your um you know for the xbox factor uh podcast and everything but uh just appreciate being a part of it thanks to everybody in the chat for checking us out 
please don't forget, hit the like button, subscribe if you haven't already. And for those that want to hear my rambles and rants on anything gaming related, just follow me on the app formerly known as Twitter at fuzzy underscore Belvedere. And then for everybody that is looking for more great uh, gaming news, come right back here to Double Barrel Gaming on Friday uh, at for breakfast with Boom at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Look forward to seeing you guys there. Yes, brother. And thank you so much for being a part of this show and the other one as well. I uh, definitely appreciate that. Lastly, uh, Gotham Guy drops an additional $5 super chat, and he kind of sets the record straight. It is $349.99 at Best Buy, but if you are a Best Buy Plus member, it's $10 off. So it's then, if you're, again, a lot of people are Best Buy members that have their membership, it's $10 that you save. So get out there if you're waiting on the Series X for your significant other or even for yourself. Definitely go check. That. I mean, that's a really great price, and I think it's the one that comes with Diablo Four. And I mean, come on, that's that's freaking good deal. Dope. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for all of the very generous generous super chats and channel memberships. Obviously, we use those to great effect because we this Friday, folks, circle it on your calendar. We're giving away one thousand five hundred dollars worth of prizes in two hours. It's the most that we've ever given away, and we fund that with the channel memberships, with the Super Chats. We tuck those away, and uh, there's going to be 12 winners, 10 $100 gift cards to, of course, your platform of choice, whether it be Steam, PlayStation Network, Xbox Live, or, of course, Nintendo eShop. And there are going to be two grand prize winners that are each going to walk away with a $250 gift card and the only and the only way you could win is if you're going to be in the chat that day. And of course, the first six prizes go to channel members. The next six will go to people that are in the chat that are live there. And I'm gonna I, we have uh, a, a, a hashtag that we will give out that morning that you'll type into the chat and will automatically enter you into the contest. And of course, I'm going to close out today's show with something that's incredibly important to me, folks. Hopefully, one day important to you and that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids and he would say craig treat others how you want to be treated and also it doesn't cost anything to be nice you live by those rules son i can guarantee you you're gonna have an awesome day so take care everyone and we'll see you next year on the new episode of the xbox factor podcast hey.